theyeshiva.net. So the Gemara, the Gemara quoted a big machlokes between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. On the bottom of Yudam Bay's, the Gemara brought a brisa that Rabbi Eliezer, the Tana Rabbi Eliezer, held that the world was created in the month of Tishrei, which more precisely means on Chafei Elo, and other Mauritian was created on what we call Rosh Hashanah, which would be the first of Tishrei. And uh, Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, and he holds that the creation of the world was in the month of Nisan, which... Hayyam Aras Oilam is today is the birthday of the I world. Understand, but it's not. You said it's Right. So the same question is in Musaf. We say Is it currently Hayyam Rishon like Hayyam Aras Oilam? No, we saying Zehayyam Tchilas Masacha. So the Rishonim say because since the Tachlis, the objective of the whole Bria of the creation was Adam was the human being, so therefore, so to speak, this is when the objective of creation was completed. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, and he says that the world was created in the month of Nisan. Now, generally here, we'll see later, there's a whole Toysavis later in Rosh Hashanah, and every argument that we say in Torah, we say, both have a, a truth to it. Both perspectives have a truth to them, even if the halach is like one. And it's Divri Elokim Chaim, whether it's Beis Hillel, Beis I mean, any argument, we say Elu Ve'elu, both have an embers to them. Here it would seem, Pasha Tamachlaikas and Metzias, it's an argument in reality. Toysavis is going to say later that actually they're not arguing. One is talking about Machshava, and one is talking about Maisa, which is very interesting. In other words, there's the way the world was created in thought, like in plan, and then the way the world was created in action. And that's the difference between Nisan and Tishrei. So it's not Stam, uh, he has his psukim, so he decides Nisan. He has his psukim, he decides Tishrei. It's actually both shittas have an emes to them. One, that's what Toysav says later in Rosh Hashanah. One is in the world of Machshava, and one is in the world of Maisa. I just wanted a bavaran that we'll get to that a little later in the Mesachta. So that, therefore, the Gemara then analyzes the reason for each shitta. In other words, what's the source of Tishrei, what's the source of Nisan? That's not the only argument. The Gemara also brings the argument, according to Rabbi Lazar, Tishrei is the month. Tishrei is the month that the Avis were born. Tishrei is the month that the Avis passed away. Besides Pesach, which is the month, which is the holiday when Yitzchak was born. And then he continues that Rosh Hashanah is the time that Sarah, Rachel, Chana were remembered. It's the time that Yosef went out of prison. And it's the time that the Jewish people ceased to be enslaved in Egypt. And finally, it's the time when the future redemption is going to come. That was the view of Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Yeshua argues on many of these counts, not on all of them. The first is the creation of the world happened in Nisid. Second, the Ovis were born not in Tishrei, as Rabbi Lezer said, but rather also in Nisid. They also passed away in Nisid. Again, with Yitzchak, he agrees that they were born, but Yitzchak was born on Pesach, which Rabbi Lezer also agreed. He agrees that Sarah Rachel Chana were remembered on Rosh Hashanah. He agrees that Yosef went out of prison on Rosh Hashanah and that the Shibud enslavement stopped in Egypt. And finally, he argues about the future Gaulah. The future redemption will be in the month of, uh, of Nis. The Gemara then quoted the sources of Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua in terms of the Psukim of Bereshis. Why Rebbe Lezer believes it was Tishri, Rebbe Yeshua believes Benissin. 
Rebbe believes it was Tishrei when the trees already produced their fruit. It's already a, a, a tree, it's already a, 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 a trees that already are filled with fruit where Nisan is just beginning. And that's why Rebbe believes that Maiseberatius, the look of Maiseberatius was a Tishrei look. It was not a Nisan look. It was a, a Tishrei display. It was not a Nisan display. It was also the time of rain, as he says from Barchus Beratius. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, it was a Nisan look, not a Tishrei look. He brings other psukim, Eitz Oisapri, Vatoitzia Oretz Dasha. It was the beginning, the beginning of the process of growth, the beginning of the process of vegetation. It was also probably the time of intimacy between animals, which is more in the spring, early spring, not at the end of the summer, not early winter. That's a second idea, and hence he believes that my Sabiratius is a Nisindika, a Nisindika experience. The Gemara then explained what Rabbi Eliezer does with, what Rabbi Yeshua does with Eitz Pri, which seems to mean that what, that the Eitzim already had Paris on them, which is not Nisin, it's Tishrei, that it completely teaches something else, that everything was created with full maturity. Usually a tree needs to go through many years until it develops the capability of producing fruit. But everything in my separations was L'Koymosim, it was created already in its full level of maturity, functioning on its most mature level, including Adam and Chava. They weren't created as babies who would crawl and there was nobody to help them. They were created already as uh, husband and wife, adults, who can even start having children, at Kedekach biologically poshant. The same is true, he says, with everything else in Maiseberatius. And not only that, the bigger chiddush was L'daitem or Everything was created through its own consent. Everything was asked if it wants to be created. And not only if it wants to be created, but how it wants to be created. L'tzivyoinam, from the word Ratzin, its exact image, its exact identity, its exact composition, its exact structure. Rashi says its exact flavor, its exact image, it was all by consent of creation that you learn out from the word v'chol tzavam, v'chol hashemayim v'arz v'chol tzavam. This is the point that the Gemara made till now about the argument of these two views. Zog the Gemara v'ayte. Yeah. Rabbi Yeshua agrees that b'echad b'tishrei is roi shashona l'shonim. You want to know Why? You're asking a question. We learned before that Rosh Hashanah L'shanah means one of the interpretations is it's Yom Hadin, right? It's the day that the Rebbeinu Shalom examines the whole year and decides what's going to happen throughout the whole year, as we say in the Tefillahs of Rosh Hashanah, Nesana Teikif, etc. So you're asking a good child, I understand. Since that's the day Adam was created. So every day that year, so to speak, everything goes back to the beginning. It's like the day you created your company, once a year you make a cheshbon anefesh to see, you know, the, the dividends, the losses, the, the, the gains, etc. So the day Adam was created, everything, so to speak, goes back to the beginning, you start over again. But according to the be sure you're saying, but nisin nisin. So why is Yom Hadin, and why is Yom Hadin betishne, Right? I saw two interesting explanations. The Ran says, because Hashem wanted Yom Adin should always be near Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur is a time where everything could be forgiven. So he wants it should be right near Yom Kippur. 
That's why it's in Tishrei, not in Nisan. Even though Adam was created in Nisan. I thought it was Fakir. He wanted to keep it after Zizun. Well, the Ram says, according to the to the Yeshua, the right. Kippur was the, the was the right. was the cause to have Rosh Hashanah nearby. Yeah, yeah, options, so to speak. Yeah, but in other words, in other words, the, the Yom Kippur is a time Tishrei, what we call it, a time when you can recreate yourself, so to speak, rebirth. So that's when should be the day when you're examined. In other words, you shouldn't be examined from a perspective where you're stuck. You should be examined from a perspective where you within yourself can see your infinite potential, which is what Yom Kippur is, what Shuvah is, and so forth. The Aruch Lanayr says, very Geshmak of art. He says, Toysva says later in the Shoshana, that Rebelezer and Rebbe Yeshua are not arguing. One is speaking about the world of Maisa, and one is speaking about the world of Machshava. You don't have creation with Maisa without Machshava. Just like you create a house. First you have a blueprint, you have a plan, and you have the whole house in your mind. It's also a house. It's usually much cheaper too. It's also always perfect. The house in Machshav is always perfect. It's impeccable. It's flawless. The construction, the construction guy doesn't uh, make any problems. The architect, whatever, everything is perfect. There's a lot of construction people here, so you know that the the link between Machshav and Meis and construction is uh, and the customer is usually always miserable, right? Always. That's the Tzad Hashavah Shabakulam. He's he's always upset. Four years later, and he's still upset. So, huh? No, machshava, you know, no, no reason to be upset at machshava. Machshava, the paint is right, and the foundation is right, and every, the wiring is right, everything is right, the windows are right, the doors are right, etc. <coughs> also, Mekenzach Kostin and machshava. And machshava, there's no, Mekenzach <laughs> Kostin. Okay, so there's machshava and mice. There's a famous Chaz Medrash, Medrash, Maimah Chazar, Rashi brings it also in Bereshus. It says, Bereshus Bore Lekim. Throughout my celebrations, throughout creation, only the name of Lekim is mentioned. Not once the name Yudke Vavke. At the end of all of creation, it says, Eila told us Hashemayim Varitz B'yoyim Asois, Hashem Elikim Eretz V'Shamayim. The first time Hashem is introduced only at the end of the story of creation. Why is this? So Chazal say it's brought in Medrash, and Rashi quotes it. B'tchila Allah B'machshava, Livri Ha'olam B'midus Adin. In the beginning, the machshava was that the world should be created B'midus Adin. That's Elikim. Later, Hashem saw Eina Olam Miskayim, Shittifim Amidus Harachim. So the Aruch Lanayr says, therefore, since, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the world of Nisan is the world of Machshava, Nisan is the first month, Tishrei is the seventh month. So Tishrei was the, Nisan was the first world, the world of Machshava, and Betchila Rab, Machshava, Machshava, the Olam should be Nivra, the Olam should be Nivra, B'midus Hadin. So therefore, since that's the Olam Machshava, it should be Nivra, B'midus Hadin, so therefore, that's what the Yom Hadin is. That's what he tainus. That's another explanation that I saw in the Aruch Lanei. No, no, he. I stand corrected. Tishri according to him was Alba Machshava. It's not clear which one. There's two two ways to look at it. So he says Tishri was Alba Machshava, and since Alba Machshava lived Hadin, so therefore when Rabbi Yeshua thought when would be the Yom Hadin, he went according to the date when it was Alba Machshava, which is Echad Betishrei. That's what he said because that's what Midas Hadin. Fakert in Maisa it was Midas Harachem. So Mele he was thought to be Oil of Machshava Midas Hadin. It's 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 not clear. There's two different ways of how to learn if Nisan is Machshav and Tishri is Maisa or the other way around. That's how the Aruch Lanai learns. How does it work with the sun? Meaning the sun doesn't take a year to go. It does, no. And it started when? Shoshana or Nisan? 
Uh, that's a good question. You want to know when the orbit of the sun actually started, right? That's, that's, that's practically the question. When you say Benissan Ivra'ilam, it means that Wednesday, right, before Yishchaydish Nissan, whatever. Remember, everything is being created anew, so it's not like we're calling Yishchaydish We say Yishchaydish Nissan, we mean there was Adr, there was Shvat, there was Tevis here. There was nothing before. This is the... It's the first, call it Nisan, call it Tishrei. I mean, it's only called Nisan and Tishrei Legabe what comes, not Legabe the past, right? You understand that. But that's not the question. When was, when was it established? The sun wasn't created that day. No, I'm saying Wednesday. Right. <coughs> Wednesday of Bria Sa'olam. When was that? The sun in the orbit that it would be. That's the question. No, no. That's what the Rebbeinu did. Where would it, would it be in the, in, the, in the space of Nisan? Right. Or would it be in the space of Tishrei? Now, there's going to be Nafka minutes for this. There's now a space where there is every year the same place. Yeah, of course. So it would be different. Space it means time. Exactly. Yeah. What? With the sun was every 28 years. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to learn about this. This is a big sugi in There was no time before creation. The Rambam writes that Zman is a nivra. Time is also created. If it's all of the machshava, does it mean that the time started to work then before was the machshava yes. came into existence? In machshava. <laughs> but I mean, there was no sun, no moon. Love Dafke was in time. That's what Machshav is. Tarizal asks a question in Eitzchayim. He says, why is it that the world was created 5,777 years ago? Why wasn't it created a million years ago? 20,000 years ago? A billion years ago? Yeah? A hundred billion years ago. Vos Epis... Why were we so lucky that 5,777 years ago the world was created? Right. So the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, writes somewhere, he says that since the shit of, of, of the Rambam, or Psadigon, I mean, most of the Rishonim and the Achroinim is that Zman is a Nivra, time is created, so therefore you can't ask the question, why didn't he create the world before? Before he created the world, there was no concept of before. The very concept of before is part of creation. <laughs> you say, before five, why didn't you go a million years ago? There was no, when the world was created, the concept of time was created. For us, it's hard to imagine. What do you mean? You don't create time. Time is a given. It was actually Einstein who helped understand that time is another dimension. Just like an object has three dimensions, time is actually a dimension of the chayfets. It's not some absolute uh, given. So when, when was time created? With Bria Sa'ilam. Yeah, by... by that's the Machlekes. No. No, which day? Which day? The first day? No, yeah, yeah. Well, he had a Vayvayka Yaymechat. That was the that period of time. The same size no, that's already a big debate. Al Pip Shat, the way the Messiah is, it was days of 24 hours. That's why we have Shabbos on the seventh day. Are there other views about this? Yeah, this is a big controversy. I'm saying the Rebbe Shalom is the Mailu Benazman. He's outside the boundaries of time. Yeah. Yes, yes. 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 Yes, yes
Huh? It says somewhere, I don't know if um, the, the Torah was Mashaf in 2000 years before the Torah. So, so it means time was there before. The Chayyim Shana, it's explained, this is discussed, that means 2,000 Madregas before Bria Sa'ilam. Not 2,000 years before Bria Sa'ilam. Shana is like a metaphor. There was a certain concept of time. You're saying not time, not time as we know. In other words, the way we're describing today, Torah, we're describing it from today's perspective that it's Alpayim Shana Kadmalabriya. How is it possible if there was no concept of time, no concept of nothing? How is it possible to have Alpayim Shana Kadmalabriya? In other words, Torah is rooted in Hashem Himself. That's the point. Torah is rooted in Hashem Himself, transcending creation. Torah is not just Hashem Lamashan. You have, a, you have a, a country, a country needs a constitution. If you don't have a constitution, you can't run a country. So you would think Torah is a product of the world. No, I'm saying, what is Pshat Kadma? It's a stack of a rice. Yeah. Is it possible to understand? No. To understand what? The Alpine Shona. Not the Alpine Shona, but Halal the timing. I mean, we have some examples for it. But the Big Bang, Genesis, and Big Bang. He's very into this. Because he talks about the... It comes out of Cheshben, mathematically, it's mathematician, with the expansion of the... Of from the from the cargo from the Big Bang He doesn't say it doesn't exist. He says it's relative. Why is that a stida? This world is relative. Became relative when. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a stida. But in, in reality, it doesn't exist. He says when there's a world, there's a relative. <laughs> and that doesn't say there were worlds created before this world. It does say, <laughs> and it says in Medrash Rabbah, he created the worlds and he destroyed them. That result time is it spiritual. There were those who argued it was physical. Al which is usually the Paisik in these areas, it was Al but there were those who argued it was in Gashmis, yeah. That's a big discussion today. The people who want to reconcile the age of the universe and all that. Okay. So Bemela. So we have the two shit that Rebelezer You see what we're holding? We're holding the line starts Elat Sivyoinam. Yeah, Elat Sivyoinam. I don't know what is it, 15, 20 lines from the top. Elat Sivyoinam, Rebelezerim. Rebelezer continues, Minayin, Shabbatishin, Neldu Ovis. He established a Tishin Nivra Ha'olam, Eitz Pri, and it was a Zman of Kshamim. And Vataytri, Vayemir, Lakim Tatri, Aretz Desha, the month that the Eretz is full of Deshoyim, it's full of greenery, it's already after Nisan. The lush is there, and at the end of the summer. Mashaykh Rabbi Yeshua has been Nisan so Hashem asks an interesting question. He says, how did, if it was according to the Belez, I understand how Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz Sadas. According to Rabbi Yeshua, how they ate from the Eitz Sadas, it was the month of Nisan. So he says, it could be in Gan Eden, there was a different matzah in Gan Eden. 
In Gan Eden, the trees were uh, were were already uh, were already grew fruits. According to the Belez, it's clear. According to the Yeshu, he says it could be Gan Eden was an exception. That's what Shas says. Don't, don't I'll call upon. No maturity to be able to produce fruits, but in Nissan the fruits are not there yet. It was the state of Nissan in full maturity. But even today, you have a tree that's uh, it could be three hundred years old, but the fruits are not there. You have to wait. Like we learned before, you know, there's chanot to the whole process. Usually in Nissan you don't have the fruits yet. If you go to Israel, you have to wait a few months. Summer, you have the fruits. He also argues that Tishri is the month when the Ovis were born. What's the source? Rabbi Yeshua disagrees. Rabbi Yeshua holds that Benissin, Benissin held the Ovis. Shenemar, the Pasik says, by Chanukah's Beis Hamikdash, Shloimah HaMelech builds and dedicates the first Beis Hamikdash, and he makes his Chanukah's Abayas, the celebration for the first Beis Hamikdash's completion, goes for 14 days. But when does it happen? So the Pasik says in Melachim Aleph Perikhes, all the Jewish people gathered to the Melech Shloimeh when that's the Pasuk they gathered in the month called the month of Esonim during the holiday, during the Chag which is the seventh month now of course the seventh month we know today is Tishrei although as we learned in Chumash you don't have the names of the months uh, or in uh, or in uh, in the, in the Tanakh, you don't have the names of the month. But we call that Tishrei, the seventh month, the time of Chak. And he calls the seventh month, the month of Tishrei, Yerach HaEisonim. What's Pshat Yerach HaEisonim? The word Eison means mighty, powerful. Yerach Shenoldu Be'Eison E'Oilam. Taiches, Rebelezer, the month when Eison E'Oilam, the mighty, the foundations of the world... The Yisoydis HaOilam were born. So B'meila, this is Israel, what's it called? Yerach Eisonim, the month of the, of the foundations, of the mighty foundations. It's the month that the foundations of the world were born, which are the Ovis of Avram and Yaakov. That's what Rebbe Lezer is, and therefore he says, even though Yitzchak was born, Pesach, Avram and Yaakov were born on Tishrei. Frek de Gemara, my mashma. How do you know the high Eisan Lishna de Takifihu? That Eisan means a lush in a term of power, of might, of, of, of something that's fundamental, a foundation. Kedixiv, Bilam speaks in Parshas Balak, and he has an expression, Eisan Meishavecha. Your dwelling, your Meishav is Eisan. What's that Eisav? It's Eisan, it's sturdy, it's firm, it's powerful. Weiter, and this is not just a raya for what the meaning of Eisan is, but that it's connected to the others. We learned that Eisan means chayzek, strong. But there could be other things that are powerful in the world. How do you know it's the Avis? That's how the Ritva explains. Well, the Gemara is going to add something now. Another word is, Vaimed is a Pasuk in Micha. The Navi Micha, Perek Vav, says as follows. Shimu harim esriv Hashem v'ha'isonim mo'iz de'aretz k'riv l'Hashem im amay v'im Yisrael Yisvakach. Literally it means, Shimu harim, let the mountains... Whoever these mountains are, we'll see in a moment. Let the mountains listen to Riv Hashem, to the, literally, the quarrel, or the, the pain that Hashem is having with His people. That's what He says, Shimu Harim is Riv Hashem, Ki Riv Hashem im Amav He's having a debate with His people about how powerful the relationship really is. son Moiz Dei The Harim should hear Riv Hashem, 
and the Eisonim should hear it, the Eisonim are Moizde Aretz, the foundations of the earth. In other words, he's calling the mountains also Eisonim. It's two expressions. Shimu Harim Esriv Hashem, the Eisonim Moizde Aretz, you should listen to what God is saying. So he's calling the Harim also the Moizde Aretz, the Yesodis of the earth. Okay, what's the connection? The Pasuk says in Shashin and Perik Bey is called Doidin is a Bamadalang Alarim a Kapitzalagvoyas. The voice Doidi comes from the word like Yidid, my friend, my best friend. From the word the love, Anila Doidi, Koil Doidi. The voice of Doidi, of my Yidid, of my uh, my beloved, is coming, leaping over the mountains and skipping over the mounds, Gvoyas. So the Pasuk means, what does this mean? Medalag alaharim is referring to Hashem. Medalag alaharim b'schus avis mekapat alagvoyas b'schus imoyas. He skips over the mountains. Means he skips over many years and creates the redemption of Mitzrayim before its time because of the harim, because of the avis. And gvoyas refers to the imoyas. Clearly, we see according to this Chazal's explanation of the pasuk, harim refers to avis, and we see the harim are called a sonim. Whose harim we see here called So the others are called harim, and they're called a sonim. So the others are called a sonim. So when it says Yerecha Isanim, it's the month when the Isanim emerge into existence. In other words, month of Tishrei. The Pasuk says, Also, Melachim Perik Aleph, Melachim Aleph Perik Vav. By Hebishmainim Shana Varbemez Shana Lutes Nisomerich Mustain, by Shana Revis, Bechoder Zav, Bechoder Ziv, who are Choder Shasheni Limloch Shlema Yisnov, by even Abayas Lasha. It happened to be 480 years after the Jewish people left Mitzrayim. Shlema Melech builds the first Beis Amikdash. But the Pasuk identifies not only the year, 480 years after Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, also identifies Shana Harivias, which means the fourth year since he became a king, but also the month. What is the month? B'chaydesh Ziv. What's Chaydesh Ziv? So the Pasuk is, Hua Chaydesh Hasheni. It's the second month. B'chaydesh Ziv is the second month, which of course we would call the month of Ir. Frag the Gemara, what's Chaydesh Ziv? Why is it called Chaydesh Ziv? It's the month when Zifsane, the how does he touch Rabbi Litzman? Zifsane Oilam, the light of the world, the luminaries of the world, the radiant, the radiant ones of the world. Ziv means a ray, a light, like Ziv Hashchina, right? Ziv, Ziv means a glimmer of light. So the radiant ones, the one who shine, who light up the world, which are the others. This is the month they were born in. So the month of year is called Chodesh Hasheni, it's called Chodesh Ziv. Now here we have a big problem. You just said that the others were born in this. So Rashi tells us, Very interesting. If they were born in year, you can't say the whole month of year is a month of light. But since they were born in Nisan, so the moment year came in, it was already a month filled with light because they were born in the middle of Nisan. That's pshat. Chodesh Hashem is Chodesh Ziv. Why? Because Nol Dubai went in Nisan. Nol Dubai in Nisan Ziv Sanei Olam, the lights of the world, and therefore Nisan is already a full month of light. Obviously, this is a. It's not an easy. It's not such an easy pshat. 
because it does say Noldeboy's of Sona elements of a strange vart. So that is Inami. You could say a little bit of a different vart. Nimshech Inami Zimnin the Nisan the Tkufa Nimshech Betoich Ir Shalavon. Sometimes the Nisan of the Tkufa could enter into the ear of Lavana, can enter into the ear of the moon. In other words, they were born in ear, even though they were, we would say, it's Chaydesh Ziv, even though they're born in Nisan. But it's connected to ear. What's Pshat? Do you understand what Rashi is saying? What he's saying is as follows. Huh? Oh. Basically, Sometimes the month of Nisan, according to Tkufas Hachama, goes into the month of Ir. So Chaydesh Ir could be Chaydesh Ziv because the others who were born in Tkufas Nisan. What do we mean? Basically, the solar year divides into four Tkufas, four periods Tkufas Nisan, Tkufas Tamos, Tkufas Tishrei, Tkufas Tevis. Tkufas Nisan, which we call the equinox in English is the time when winter is officially over, and it begins with the day that night and day hours are identical. The 12 hours for the day, 12 hours for the night. The 24-hour period of day and night is split up identically. That's Tkufas Nissen. It's what we call the beginning of spring. That goes for three months. Nissen year, Sivan, Lerich. And then you have Tkufas Tamuz. This is what we call summer begins. Tkufas Tamuz. Then you have Tkufas Tishrei. Tkufas Tishrei is again that day when the day and the night will be identical. And that will go three months. And then you have finally Tkufas Tevis. Every Tkufa is generally three months. Sometimes Tkufas Nissen begins in middle of our month of Nissen, according to the lunar calendar. That's why we said Chazal sometimes had to make an Ibriyar, a leap year, if they saw that Tesvav Nissen is going to happen after Tkuf, before Tkufas Nissen, in other words, Tkufas Nissen, spring, which is based on the summer, is only going to begin in the middle of Pesach. So Pesach is not Chodesh if it's not the month of spring, and the stalks may not even be ripe for the carbon oymah, that's why they have to add a month of other. So what happens when Tkufas Nissen starts in the middle of the month of Nissen, according to the lunar cycle, then what happens is, the Chodesh Nissen of the Tkufa, which means the first 30 days of Tkufas Nissen, goes into the month of Ir of Chachel So therefore Rashi says that's Pshat. Since sometimes Chodesh Nissen, according to Tkufas Nissen, basically goes into the month of Ir, so therefore the month of Ir is called Chodesh Ziv, because the Ovis were born in Tkufas Nissen, in the time of Nissen. That's why we say Benissen Naldua Ovis. Now here you have to understand why, why are we making it so complicated? It's all Zion. Sometimes ear could be Nissan. Yeah? But that's a way of saying it. That's a way of describing it. You're saying it. You're calling it and we have to make up shetel that really it's the first month. Really it's the first month. So why are you calling it the second month? Because Tkufas Nissan goes into the Kufas ear. What's Pshat? The Pshat is that since we're talking about the Ovis, when did the Jews start counting the system of the months of the moon? So it says before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, HaChodesh Hazel Lachem Rosh Chadashim, Rishin Hu Lachem Lachachayashana. So that's before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. 
Here we're talking about the birth of the Avas. So since we're talking about the birth of the Avas, so therefore the count is according to the Tkufas. The count is according to the Tkufas. Because you're dealing with Chach HaChama. Remember, it was a Chiddush of Yiddishkeit that the Jews should start counting the months of the moon. But since we're talking here about the birthday of the Avas, so it could be. Even though we're talking in the time of Shleimah Malach, when we talk about the birthday of the Avas, we're talking about Tkufas Nisan. That's why we talk about Tkufas Nisan. But since Tkufas Nisan can go into the second month, so therefore he calls it by Chaydesh Hasheni, but it's talking about what? Chaydesh Hasheni, what we call Chaydesh Hasheni, but in the Cheshman of the Avas it would be Tkufas Nisan. Zog de Gemara Vaiter. V'idach nami yaksiv b'yerech ha'isanem. According to Rabbi Yeshua L'chayda, it says B'yerech HaYisonim. And for the Gemara Hasim, Rabbi Yeshua says, B'yerech HaYisonim means, very interesting, It's a month that Jews are powerful in mitzvahs. Yerech HaYisonim, the month of the powerful ones, is not the others. The others were born in Nisan. It's T'kifi B'mitzvahs. Rashi says, what's that T'kifi B'mitzvahs? Takiv B'mitzvahs. Shoifer, Yom Kippur, Sukkah, Lulav, Arava, Nisachamayim. All these mitzvahs, it's a month that's filled with the power of mitzvahs of Yiddish Kinder, that's the uniqueness of Yerecha Yisana. Frag the Gemara, Ve'idach Nami, Rebeleza knows Haksiv Chodesh Ziv. About ear is called Chodesh Ziv. And for the Gemara, Ha'ud is Be'zivali What he means is that in the month of ear, there is light, there's splendor in the trees. In other words, the trees start budding. They're flat producing their flowers and budding their fruits. That's when the trees become bright again. During the winter months, the trees are barren, they're orphaned, they're empty. When do the trees get back their zoyhar, their shine, their splendor, their glory? During this time, the month of Nisan, the month of year. The Amar Rabbi Yehuda, this is what Rabbi Yehuda said, Hi, man, the nafak Somebody who goes out in the days of Nisan, and he sees trees that are blossoming, basically fruit trees that are already producing their flowers. This is what's called livluv. Livluv means when the tree blossoms, it's flowers. Later the flowers fall off and the fruits bud, the fruits emerge. But this is the state of livluv when the flowers come out. So Behuda says, you go out in the month of Nisan, usually you won't see fruits yet, but you'll see the emergence, the blossoming of the flowers. Oimer, you say a special bracha. Baruch atoh Hashem alakeinu melech oilam. Shaloi chiser me'elam e'klum. Ubara by briyas toivis, v'ilonis toivis, l'isnoyiz ben b'nei adam. It's a very interesting bracha. Blessed are you, Hashem, that you made nothing missing from the world. There's nothing missing in His world. And He created in the world wonderful creatures and wonderful trees so that people should be able to enjoy them. L'hisnoyiz ben b'nei adam. Uh, but this bracha, the Gemara doesn't say B'Shem HaMalchus, the Gemara says Baruch, but in Shulchan Aruch, in the Halachas of Brachas, Simir Eish Chavav, you have this bracha, when you go out Bebe Nisan, and it's B'Shem HaMalchus, we say it, Baruch HaTar Shem HaLekeinu Malach Oilam, the Gerson Turin Shulchan Aruch is not Lisnoyiz Ben Bnei Adam, but Lehanes Behen Bnei Adam, but it's the same concept. That's why, according to Rebbe Lezer, it's called Chodesh Ziv. So, the Gemara Vaiter... Man da Amar b'Nissan Noldua Noldu Rabbi Yeshua holds that the others were born in Nissan Chaydesh Ziv b'Nissan Meisu. He automatically holds that died in Nissan. Man da Amar Tishrei Noldu b'Tishrei Meisu. 
That's why they argue not only about birth, but also about the time of passing, because it's Habba Hatalia. <coughs> why? Maybe not. This is based on the Pasuk. Moshe tells the Jewish people on the day he passes away, Parshas Vayelech. He said to them, Today I am a man of 120 years. I can't anymore lead you. In Talmud Leimer, Hayyim, Fregdi Gemara, the word Hayyim is superfluous. Somebody gets up and says, I am 120 years old. Obviously means today, not 20 years ago. <laughs> Person gets up and says, I'm 50 years old. What does he mean? 30 years ago I was 50 years old, and 30 years I'll be, I will, obviously Hayyim, when you're talking. He says, I'm 120 years old. When? 90 years ago, you're 120. Today. So the word Hayyim is unnecessary. Ma Talmud Leimer, why does the Pasuk put in the word Hayyim? It may have Esim Shon Anoichi Hayyim. Pshat is, Moshe was telling them, Today is the day that my years and my days filled up. Hashem sits and fills up the years of tzaddikim from day to day and from month to month. In other words, that Moshe Rabbeinu says, Not I'm 120 years. Stop. I'm 120 years today. On this very day, I became 120 years. This is the day I was born, and it's ultimately the day that he passes away. So their years are filled in terms of months, month to month, and day to day. So it's not only they pass away the month they were born, even the day in the month. Shenemar, he brings the second posik, Esmispar Yomecha Amali, Parshish Mishpatim. I will fill up the number of your days. Your days. Esmispar yamecha amale. Bemela, when you say that the others were born in Tishrei, Rebbe Lezer says they passed away in Tishrei. If you say the others were born in Nisan, Rabbi Yeshua says they passed away in Nisan. Similar to Moshe Rabbeinu, who says, No. What about Yitzchak? Yitzchak, both of them agreed that Yitzchak was born on Pesach. Rabbi Yeshua said Yitzchak was born on Pesach. And Rabbi Lezer also said Yitzchak was born on Pesach. By Pesach there's no argument, and we'll soon see why everybody agrees that Yitzchak was born on Pesach. You see it from the Pesach. But if Yitzchak was born on Pesach, so when did Yitzchak pass away? So L'cha'ayda, you have to say that what? That Yitzchak passed away. Also Pesach. L'cha'ayda, that's what you would say. Why doesn't the Gemara say it? The Gemara doesn't say here, nobody speaks about when Yitzchak passed away. It says, Rebbe Lezer says, Bepesach noilad Yitzchak, and betishrei meisu avis. L'chayri, you should say, Bepesach meis Yitzchak. Rebbe Yeshua says, Bepesach noilad Yitzchak, he says, Benissen meisu avis. What about Yitzchak? How do you learn it? So L'chayri, you would say, that Yitzchak also passed away Pesach. He was born Pesach, he passed away Pesach. The Turei Evan, I saw yesterday, the Turei Evan writes here, Shagasariya in his commentary on Rosh Hashanah, says, if so, why didn't the Belezer and the Yeshua say, but Pesach, Meis Yitzchak? You're giving me the birth and the passing of the Avos. You're giving me the time that Pesach was, the, the, the time that Yitzchak was born. So why don't you say when Yitzchak Meis? Why do you ignore the Misa of Yitzchak? So he tainas as follows. It's a Chiddush here of the Turei Evan. He says, the only Maila in Memalish Nesem Shal Tzadikim Yoyim Liyoyim is when this day actually the year filled up. 
The year filled up. The year is full. He says, since before Matan Torah, we go back to his Chiddush before Noyach. Before Matan Torah, birthdays were not measured according to the day you were born. They were measured according to the Rosh Hashanah of the world, the birthday of the world. Whether it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan, according to Rabbi Yeshua, or Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. If I was born Chavtes Elul, when was my first birthday? Not Chavtes Elul. A day later. Rosh Hashanah, this is my birthday already. I'm already one year old, and now starts my second year. Start saying Kapitel Beis and Tehillim. The next Rosh Hashanah, I'm already two years old. I'm already going into my third year. I am not. I'm not. I was only one day. I'm not one year old. But that's your birthday. Your birthday is, they still have it in China. Your birthday is the Minyan Shnei And that was his Eichacha, that earlier in the Gemara. That's why we could prove, yeah, by he that Noyach was 601 years old. When? Aleph Tishrei, Barishim Bechad Lechadr. So the Gemara proves from that, that what? That the mayor holds that one day in the year is considered a year. As the Torah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe you just say, Noyach's birthday was on Rishchadish uh, Av. He was born in Shchodeshav. That's it. He was born in Shchodeshav. He was born on Pesach. He was born in Whatever he was born. He was born before this time. When did the Mabel start? Bemela. The Mabel starts with Zion Cheshven. Zion Cheshven, Noyach was already 600 years old. We're assuming that he was born, say, Rishchodeshav. Rishchodeshav, he became 600 years old. Yeah, it started his 601st year. And that's when the Mabel happened. When he was 600 years old. When did he become 601? The next year, Rishchodeshav. Yeah? Now you say, Rishchodesh Tishrei, the water was dry. How old was Noyach? 601 years old. Because he was born, Rishchodeshav. Two months ago, he was 601. What's the problem? Where's the Haraya? Where's the Haraya? That a year could be one day. He was already two months, 601 years old. Today, Evan is Mechiach from here, that the birthdays are counted according to Rish Hashanah. According to Rish Hashanah. Since it's according to Rish Hashanah, uh, so therefore, the Mabel started with Zion Cheshven. He was 600. When did he become 600? Rosh Hashanah. Whenever, whenever his birthday was. Whenever his birthday was, but that Rosh Hashanah he becomes 600. When does he become 601? The next Rosh Hashanah. And that's already called a year. That's the day of Reb Meir. So the Torah Yevon says, if that's the case, let's understand. Before Matan Torah, this is how they used to count birthdays. If this is how they used to count birthdays, so then only a person who was born on Rosh Hashanah, you could say that if he passed away that day, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Mamali of Miyoim If not, then he's not Mamali Shnoisov because his birthday happened on Rosh Hashanah, and let's say he passes away a month later, it doesn't work. So Meili says, since Yitzchak was born Pesach. Pesach is never Rosh Hashanah. Pesach is the middle of the month. So there couldn't be Mamalish By the others who were born Tishrei or Nisan, you could say they were born Rosh Chodesh Tishrei or Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So he says Nisan, and he says Tishrei. But Yeshua says they were born Rosh Chodesh Nisan. They passed away Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So it's Mamalish Nesayim Miyayim Liyayim. Because Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the birthday of the world, and that's your own birthday too. So you die on the day of your birthday. Mashaykir Abelaz, it says Tishrei. But he says on Pesach, you cannot say it. By, by, by Yitzchak, you can't say it. Because we know that he wasn't born on the first day when the year begins. So he says, we talk, I don't know when he passed away. That's why the Gemara doesn't get into it. 
Ah, you're going to ask Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah was before Matan Torah, and it's Zion Adar. Rosh Hashanah was after Matan Torah, no? <laughs> he was born before, but Nitna Torah. No, Nitna Torah and Nishat Shahalacha, that now you start counting day to day. So Zion Adar becomes Mamalish Nois of Meyamliya. That's what the Tune Heaven says. Well, he was born Zion Adar. Avdem Dikman Zichnisht. The celebration change, the, the official change of the year. No, mitzad mitzad the date. Could he could have died five years later on that day? Malish the same yom liyom is mitzad the date. Yeah, it was a full year, and a, it was a full year. He was born in Shchodesh Tishrei, passed away in Shchodesh Tishrei. Same month. I'm sure he was born the first. Now we know what the time was of the Zidashim. It was the Shoshana. It was the Avil. Or Nissan. You say there was no, they didn't let chametz in the house, so there was nezid adashim because the house was clean already. <laughs> yes. Huh? <laughs> they live in Svad, right? Yeah. Svad country. So the Gemara, Pesach neilad Yitzchak minolam. Why is everybody agreeing that Yitzchak was born on Pesach? Kedushiv on this is a pasuk. Hashem tells Avram Avinu. Right? He tells Avram Avinu after, in the beginning of Ayer, Is there anything that's wondrous for Hashem? Literally, Lamoyed means to the festival, the Yom Tov. Moyed means designated time. Like Va'ad, Moyed, Zman Kavua. The Moyed, I'm going to come back to you. And Sarah will have a child. So the Gemara teaches us that. What's Lamayid? Mayadim, we teach Elamayad Hashem Ikroi Kodesh Yamim Toivim. So basically, he's telling him, Lamayid Ashavelecha, the next Yamtif, I return to you, and Sarah has a child. The next Yamtif. So when is he speaking to him? He's speaking to him in a time that he could tell him the next Yamtif you're going to have a baby. Amas Kai. When is this? When is he talking to him? Okay. What's Pshat? What is he talking to him? If he's talking to him on Pesach, and he tells him, the Yomtev that arrives first, you're going to have a baby then. You have here a big problem. Why? He's telling him, next Yomtev, she's supposed to give birth after 50 days. So he's on Shavuos. He's planning Shavuos. And he says, The next Yom Tif, you're going to have a child. She's supposed to have birth in five months. Basically, Shavuos to Sukkot. So you have Tammuz of Elul, much of Tishrei, and much of Sivan. Right? Tammuz of Elul is three full months. Much of Tishrei till Sukkot, and much of Sivan after Shavuos. So five months she's going to have a baby, almost five months. Ella, you have to say, Koi b'chag. It was Sukkos. And he was telling him the next Yom Tif. What's the next Yom Tif? Pesach, you'll have a baby. That's the Raya that Yitzchak was born on Pesach. 
So in other words, when he says Lamoyed Ashavelechi means the next yomtiv that comes first you'll have a baby. So now we have to distance the Yom Hapsura from the Yom Haleda. From the Yom Haleda. What we're always gonna ask that. In other words, to be able to find pregnancy. Huh? Now, it can be it was Rosh Hashanah, because you can't give birth in Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. That's not even a question. It can be it was Pesach Shvuas, Shvuas Sukkot. It's not going to work. It has to be Sukkot, and therefore Yitzchak is born the next holiday, so that's why it's Pesach. You still only have six months. Let's say Sukkot, right? So what do you have? You have Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, Adir is five months. You, you have a little part of Tishrei and a little part of Nisan, so you want to make another month. So it's six months still. Where do you have a baby? We have a Braisa. The year Yitzchak was born was a leap year, so there were seven months between Sukkot and Pesach, and she could give birth in seven months. This doesn't make sense. You gave me another month, Emes. You gave me another month. However, the fact is, the day that Avram Avinu is told he's going to have a baby, that's the day that Sarah actually starts seeing blood. She becomes a Nida. She becomes a Nida that day. How do we know this? The Gemara says about Metziah, that Avram Avinu asked her to prepare bread, to bake bread. L'poil, he never delivered the bread, even though he told her, Lushi so Chazal say, Vasepis, that's the remez in the Torah, that because she started, she was making it, but because she started to get her cycle, which was a Chiddush, because she was old, the bread became Tommy, the flour, the, the baby became Tommy, so he didn't serve it to the Malach. So he only served the yogurt and the milk and the meat, not the bread. That's why that bread suddenly disappeared. If she became a Nida, so let's understand this. Avram observed the Torah before it was given. That's the premise. So Saif Saif Kimadli Mayoimituma, if you're gonna take away the days of Tumma, Batsriluhu, you don't have seven months. Let's say Sukkis. He was told on Sukkis that he's gonna have a baby Pesach. But that day she becomes a Nida. So now you have to count at least seven, seven days. days. So you don't have your seven months. You don't have your seven months. Right. Lucha you could say, you could say that Avram was told the news on the first day of Sukkot. And Yitzchak was born Achor and Shalpesach. If so, it would work. Why would it work? Because take off seven days of Sukkot, the first seven days of Sukkot, right? And let's say she conceives a baby on Shmini Atzeris, the last day of Sukkot. You have seven days of Sukkot, yeah? She goes to the mikveh, Metzoi HaShaneh Rabbe, the night of Shmini Atzeris. She conceives a child. When? Shmini Atzeris, yeah? The end, now go seven months with a leap year and Pesach, the last day of Pesach is, is the end of seven months. That's what the Ritva asks. You could still say, take off seven days, say the birth of Pesach was, was the end of Pesach and the, and the, and the day that she became a Nidah was the first day of Sukkot. But he says, since it says, Lamoyed Hazeka Eischaya, it's Mashma, Lamoyed Hazeka Eischaya, just like we're living now, it's going to be the same time of the Yom Tif. Just like now it's the first day of Yom Tif, Yitzhak is going to be born on the first day of Yom Tif. But it can't be because you have to take off seven days. So the Gemara answers, Amma Mazutra, Mazutra said, even the one who holds, Yoledis Letisha, that a woman who's born, who gives birth after nine months, she does not give birth 
for partially nine months, months that are incomplete. Mukatayan means chopped off months. In other words, you need nine full months. Even he agrees that Yeladis Lashiva, Yeladis Lamukatayan. When it's a preemie, when she's giving birth earlier, after seven months, it could be Yeladis Lamukatayan. In other words, six and change, not full seven. Shanemar, but it says by the birth of Shmuel, Vayihilit Kufais Hayamim. Shmuel is born after Tkufos and after Yomim. What's Pshat? So it doesn't say how many. So when it doesn't say how many, you always go the minimum, because you can't add. So that's minimum is always So when it says Tkufos Hayomim, we say after two Tkufos and after two days. We learned that there's four seasons of the sun, four tkufas. So two tkufas is six months. Every tkufa is three months. Two tkufas is six months. This means that Shmuel was born after six months and two days. So in other words, if you're giving birth prematurely for seven months, it could be mikotayin. If this is the case, Sarah could give birth six months and a few days. If that's the case, she became Anida when? On Sukkot, not a problem, not a problem. And then she conceives at the end of Sukkot, because she has to go to the, whatever, the whole process. Huh? After the seven days, remember, this is before B'nai Sistol, Echmir, Alatzman. So they, huh? What? It's only seven days. That night you go to Shiva's Tam, as we learned before Shiva's Yom Tiyav, and it does so. Now you count the months. He's born on Pesach. It's not seven full months. It's already completely fine. So Mela Hashem told us to him on Sukkot, and what's the Moyed, the Moyed that, that Yitzchak is born would be when, would be on Pesach. On Pesach. Would be on Pesach, and Mela from here we know that he was born on Pesach. But Pesach Neled Yitzchak. Why? What's the problem? No. You want to say that once you say this, you don't need to say it was an Ibriyar. That's what you're saying. You have like this, you have Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, Adir, you have two others. So it's six months. Ah, you don't have your full seven months. You're fine. No, we're saying that since we use Mishnah with the Russian Tkufas, it shows that we're going so. No, it means three months. It doesn't mean... It says we're not counting the months. So we're not counting months of the... Of the no. Of, 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 of if. Yeah, we have a question of here. If they were born Nisan, why are you saying they were born in the Chodesh is not Ziv? Nisan is Ziv. Agav, huh? The Emes says, according to the second Pshater Nashi, it's hard to say what the Turei Evan says that the others were born on Rish Chodesh. <laughs> Because Rashi says they were born when in Chodesh Ziv. Because the Tkufa of Nisan, the Tkufa of Nisan went into the month of Eir. The Tkufa of Nisan went into the month of Eir, so therefore, right, when you say Ben Nisan, it's the Nisan that was in Eir. In our Cheshben of Eir, 
It was Tkufas Nisim. Right? So you say they were born in the month of Nisim, which would be in our Cheshben of Ir. If it was Rishchidosh Nisim, it would be hard. You have to say the first Pshat of Rashi. That already when Ir came in, it was already, uh, it was already Ziv. There's a problem, though, the whole Cheshben of the Tudai Evan, which he himself points out, that is... And it's not so simple. There's a very, very interesting Rashi in Parshas Kisisa. He asks a question. He says, there's a cheshben here that doesn't work out. What's the cheshben? It says, Hashem in Parshas Hashem says to count the Jewish people. Yeah? Couldn't to count the Jewish people. Okay. So he says, Azoy, that... Uh, The Jewish people were counted, it says, the first day of the month of Ir, after they came out of Mitzrayim. In other words, a year later. The Mishkan was put up a month earlier on Rishchidosh Nisim. And then they were counted Rishchidosh Ir. So he says, the count here of Machzah Sashekel, which was used for the Mishkan, this count had to be before Rishchidosh Ir, because Rishchidosh Ir, the Mishkan was up. So this count happened after Yom Kippur. So there was a count after Yom Kippur, the first year when they left Mitzrayim. And then there was a second count, the month of Iyer, once the Mishkan was put up. So Karashi, you have a problem. The number is the same. In both cases, the Jews were 600,000, 3,550. 603,550. For Rashi, he says, look at both counts. The count that was done after Yom Kippur, they have the same number. And the count that's done... The count that's done, the, the count that's done after Yom Kippur, and the count of Shchidoshir is exactly the same number. Now, it, the count is only Jews, males from twenty and over. He says you're going to tell me that in seven months, not one Jew became from nineteen twenty. No Jew was born Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, other Nissen, or died. It's impossible. He says, obviously, there were people during the first count who were 19. I may be 19 Yom Kippur. My, my Yom Allah, this is Hanukkah. Now when Chodesh Iyer comes, I'm already a 20-year-old boy. I'm 20 years of age. He says, it's impossible. It doesn't work. There's something very, very off here. Enfet Rashi. Okay? When you were counting people's birthdays, Yom Kippur and Iyer, it was considered the same year. When you're talking about Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, you count from Nisan. Because Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, you count from Nisan. So therefore, Rishchidosh Nisan starts a new count in terms of the years of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. So year is called a new year. He says, in terms of birthdays, if both of us are within Tishrei, from Tishrei to Tishrei, yeah, same it's the same year. So therefore, if Rosh Hashanah, when Rosh Hashanah came in, I was 19 years old, Right? I'm still 19. Nobody died. I'm going to become 19. I'm going to become, I'm, my, my birthday is going to change only the next year. So, Melo, whoever Yim Kippur, whoever was 20 Yim Kippur, because Rosh Hashanah was considered 20, they remained 20 for the year. If you were 19, you remained 20 for the year. That's Rashi's Chiddush here. Yeah. Okay. But this is after Matan Torah. <laughs> So Mela, the two day of time is that Moshe Rabbeinu Zayin there once Matan Torah happened, everything changed. Now it goes to personal dates, right? But this is after Matan Torah, and there were no personal dates. Clearly, Rashi that after Matan Torah they still counted birthdays, not by the day they were born. 
Ah. Right, so you have to understand why suddenly when it comes to counting here, you're not 20. Ah, you are 20. <laughs> you're not 20. Okay, we're up to Yeralaf and Miralaf on the bottom. One, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six lines from the bottom, Yeralaf and Miralaf. The lesson of Yeshua continue their arguments about when the others were born and when the others passed away. But that's only when it comes to Avram and Yaakov. <coughs> when it comes to Yitzchak, both agree that Pesach is the birthday of Yitzchak. Why would they both agree to that? They're arguing about, about the others and they each have their psukim. Yerach HaEisonim is the month of Tishrei, the month according to Rebbe when the Eisonim were born. <coughs> Rebbe Yeshua says, no, Eisonim means Tekifi B'mitzvahs, they're powerful in mitzvahs. On the other hand, Rabbi Yeshua has Chodesh Ziv, Ir is called Chodesh Ziv, the month when the light is here already. And Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Leza says, no, that's the Ziv Ha'ilonis, it's the, it's the ray of the trees. So when it comes to Pesach, but when it comes to Yitzchak, there's no argument. So the Gemara says, because this is a Pasuk. It's learned out from a Pasuk, what's the Pasuk? The Parshas Vayera. Hashem promises, Avram Avinu Lamayet Asher Velecha Kayeschayu L'sarabayin. Now, what's the definition of Lamayid? It means for the Mayid, I'm going to return to you. Like now, you'll be alive, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. So Lamayid could mean the designated time, although in the vernacular of Torah, of Tanakh, it's a Yomtev, a Lamayid, Hashem, Even though then, of course, there was no regular celebration of Yom Tov, you're dealing before there were Jews. The first Jew was Avram Avinu. So you're not dealing with, a, you know, our calendar, we speak about Shavuos, Hanukkah, Purim, Tubishvat, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah. Nonetheless, the, 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 the Gemara says, when Hashem says Lamayid, the concept of the holidays existed even before. As the Gemara says, Avram observed the whole Torah before it was given. And therefore, the concept of Mayid existed even before, even though, of course, it was celebrated in its own way with its own laws. And the stories didn't happen yet. I mean, you couldn't celebrate Pesach v'Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim hundreds of years before Mitzrayim Mitzrayim. You couldn't celebrate Shavuos from Matan Torah or Sukkot for Anani HaKavit hundreds of years before there were clouds. But nonetheless, certain themes that the holidays represent existed even in the time of the Avas, and that's why we see certain patterns and rituals that they did. So when it says, Lamayid it means the next Yom Tif, which would be the next Yom Tif, and there should be time. There should be time for pregnancy. So the only way you could come up with that is if you put the conversation Sukkot, and you say that the birth was on Pesach. Anything else wouldn't work. If he was talking to him on Pesach, it would mean the birth was Shavuos. That's impossible. To speak to him on Shavuos, it means the birth was Sukkot. To speak to him on Rosh Hashanah and the birth was Sukkot, Avada, impossible. So what are you left with? You're left with Sukkot to Pesach. Even that the Gemara struggles with, because you still need your seven months, and comes up with two ideas. Number one, it was a leap year. We have a Braise that it was a leap year, so that gives us an extra month. It still doesn't solve the problem of seven full months. However, we've learned that preemies who are born seven months, not nine months, could sometimes be born before seven full months, six months and change. And therefore he speaks to them on Sukkot, and Pesach is the day of the birth. So somebody asked a question, how do we know you spoke to him on Yom Tif? Maybe he didn't speak to him on Yom Tif, 
Why is the Gemara struggling that he spoke to him on Sukkot and has to happen Pesach? The answer is Pashat. Let's say he spoke to him out of Sukkot. What would be the next Yom Tov? Sukkot. <laughs> that for sure wouldn't work. So what are you going to tell me? He spoke to him at Tzoyim Kippur. The next Yom Tov is Sukkot. So when he spoke to him Elul, the next Yom Tov is Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or Sukkot. It's not going to work. When you say the next Yom Tov, it has to be on Sukkot. Because if you do it after Sukkot, then you're just giving yourself less time. That's why they get the word... There was not Negeya that happened Sukkot. What's Negeya is that the next Yom Tif, there should be time. The next Yom Tif, the most time you have is if it was on the previous Yom Tif, because it was after the previous Yom Tif. The next Yom Tif is less time. That's what's Negeya here. Okay, I hope that's clear, yeah? they touch the money to the designated time. That's true. That's true. That's true. If you look at Rashi, I think. Yeah, what does he say in Vayeda? You still remember, huh? Yes, the Yankees. Huh? Yes, the Yankees. Yeah, it's going to be brought in Toysrasim. So after the Malachim, the Malachim eat by Avraham Avinu, the three guests eat by Avraham Avinu, they ask him, where is, uh, where is Sari? He says in the tent, Vayoyimer, one of the Malachim says, Shoiv Ashav Alecha Ke'ez Chaya Ulesara Bain. So that's what the Malach says. He doesn't speak about Amoyed. He says, I'm going to return to you. Shoiv Ashav, I'm going to return to you. Later, Sarah is laughing and she says, this is impossible. Hashem says, why is she laughing? Hashem already gives the time Lamoyed. So Rashi Taka says, That Moyed that I established for you yesterday, that Moyed the next year. Yeah, well, Rashi Taina is here. This is what we're going to now learn about. Rashi says, Ka'es Chaya, this time next year, O Pesach Chaya. It was Pesach, and the next Pesach, Yitzchak was born. And that's why it says that, uh, that, um, uh, that, uh, Lloyd prepared matzahs off of Ayechelu. Why did Lloyd prepare matzahs for his guests? So Rashi says, Pesach Chaya. This comes from Medrash Rabbah, and a Medrash called Seder Eilam. So this is what Toysvis is going to discuss now. There's a problem because when the Malachim came to Sarah, it was she couldn't go with the Shushan, right? She had the the Rashi's clothes she was coming, but when she says I would lose his Achibleis Yisli Edna, whatever. But Titzchak Sarah. That's not Shabbat that was not a real vest that she had at that point because it says. I didn't have it yet. I don't know what that was. She didn't so think it was a regular. Tome. It was part of the regular cycle. It was, right. It wasn't enough to make. It was enough to make a tome, but it wasn't enough. Right. To be the saba. Right. So, obviously, at that point. Rashi, that when was that process. point? When Batis got served here, but that was after Pesach, you know. Well, from Rashi, it's much for the next day. Yeah. It was the next day. So that yeah. was after. That was on Pesach still. Chal Chayre, yeah. Okay, so now let's see. So this is the Gemara Zraya that Yitzchak was born Pesach. It says Lamayid, the next Yom Tif, and you need some space. And the most space you have is between Sukkot and Pesach. So therefore, what happened? Sukkot and the Gemara reconciled how that worked with her Tumma of Nida and Mubaris. According to that, yeah. I mean, it doesn't say Chumash, but that's how Rashi learns I mean, Chumash. Yeah. The Rashi in Chumash. No? Yeah. So here is the Toysvis on Yeralaf and Medalaf Eladikai Bechag Vekamala Benisim. Koi b'chag means they were standing on Yom Tif, Sukkos, Chag is Sukkos. And he tells him, the Kamala, and he tells him, Benissin, you're going to have a baby. 
And that's why everybody agrees that the Pesach Noelad Yitzchak. So, Ketosvus, Suga de Shmaita, the Suga here, Mesechta de Shoshana, gives us the indication, is Mashma, is Muchach actually, Suga de Shmaita Muchach, it's not just Mashma, it's Muchach, it's demonstrative, it's clear. The Betishrei Nimoil Avram Avinu. There is another element here. That in Tishrei was also the time when Avram Avinu had his circumcision as bris. Why? Maybe not. The Bepedek HaSeicheres HaPoyolim in Mesechte Baba Metziah. In the Pedek that begins HaSeicheres HaPoyolim Baba Metziah Dav Pevav Amar. The Gemara says over there that Bishlishi Shalmila Bo, that's Le'amalach. Yeah. The guests came, the angels came to visit the third day after Mila. Now that doesn't say in Chumash. In Chumash it says at the end of Lech Lecha that he had a bris. The next scene is love Hashem and he's sitting by the tent. So again, we learn with Rashi that he was relaxing. Hashem didn't want he should have to deal with Archim, so Meli took out the son, and Avram Avinu was yearning for guests, and that's when he saw the three guests, and it was Bayom Shlishi That comes from a Gemara Bab Just you have to always remember what says clearly in Chumash, and what is an interpretation in Chumash. So it was the third day of Mila that they came. That's when this Pasuk was told to him. Now, if we're saying here in Gemara that this happened on Sukkot, so when did the bris happen? It didn't have to happen on Sukkot, but it had to happen on Tishrei. Right? Sukkot is the middle of Tishrei, so it had to happen three days before Sukkot or somewhere there. Because Lamayad Ashavelach happened on Sukkot, and that was done, that was said a few days after his bris. So it's clear, it's Muchach, that the Milav of Ramavinu was in Tishrei. And the truth is, we have another source. Over Pirkei the Rebbe Leza Nami. There's a famous medrash called Pirkei the Rebbe Eliezer, the chapters of Rabbi Eliezer, which is the medrash that was taught by Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanus, who we're learning a lot here about, right? So this is a very authoritative source of the Tanoim. And Pirkei the Rebbe Eliezer there goes through a lot of the history of the beginning of the Jewish people. And he says, the B'yoyim HaKippurim, Nimel Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu had his bris on Yom Kippur. So Pekid Rebeleza says, clearly you have a second source from a different source that the Milo was on Tishri. But if this is the case, if he had his bris on Yom Kippur, now the Malachim come to him on the third day of the bris, this means, Hadam Rinan Bechag, Lav Dafka. So when it says that this um, Malachim come to him on Sukkot, it doesn't mean Mamar Sukkot. Since he has a bris on Yom Kippur, and you're telling me that on the third day, they're coming to him, so this is already two days before Sukkot, because they come to him on the third day of Mila, when would that be? L'choyda, that would be Yud Gimel Tishrei, right? If the bris was Yud, so unless you count Yud itself, so then if you count Yud itself, it would be still, Yud Yud Aleph Yud Beis. Still, it's, not, huh? it's still not Sukkot. Right, it's still not Sukkot. But then it would be more than three days before Sukkot. It would be uh, it would be more than two days before Sukkot. But if you say you count three full days, so the bris was let's say Yom Kippur sometime. So till Yud Aleph is one day, till Yud Beis is another day, till Yud Gimel is a third day, and then the third day on Yud Gimel Tishrei they come to him. No, one second. So they come to him Yud Gimel. They come to him Yud Gimel Tishrei. Right? He's told Lamoyed When is that? It doesn't mean Sukkot, even though it's still Sukkot means Pesach. Now Sarah, Sarah becomes Anida then. Sarah becomes Anida, so that's seven days. There can't be conception yet, right? So that's the first seven days. Let's say you'd gimel at night. So you have uh, your Dalit, Tesvav, Tazan, Yudzan, Yudchas, Yudchas, Chaf. Okay? Chaf at night, which is what we call the night of Hashanah Rabbah. 
the night of Hashanah Rabbah was uh, the night of, of, of the Tara for Sarah, and perhaps she conceived that night. So now you have from the end of Tishrei, and you go through the months, and Yitzchak is born on Pesach. So Ketoyisvez, given the Nimobiyama Kippunim, they came two days before Sukkot, which is Tesvav. Even though then we're stuck with a problem because Hashem, Hashem, Hashem says the first Mayad. And the first Mayad would be Sukkot. Because this is Yud Gimel Tishrei. Even in Yudalit Tishrei, the first Mayad is Sukkot. That means Yitzchak is supposed to be born a day later. He says, you're right. But it means What we mean is the first Mayad after after this Yom Tov that we are now celebrating, that we are now standing in. It's like it's already a sukkah is the kamatzev, you know, it's your gimel tishri, your tishrei. The next Yom Tov is Pesach, it's not sukkahs. I, the next Yom Tov is sukkahs, technically, but you're already in a matzev of sukkahs. That's how Toysfus is reconciling the pick of the Rebelezer with Argamon, because if not, you're back. You're back to square one. The Gemara of Metziah says they came on the third day of Mila. Pirkei the Rebelezer says the Mila was Yom Kippur. In our Gemara, you could say the Mila was Erev Sukkot. You could say the Mila was was a, was Yud Beis Tishrei. It's not a problem. But in Pirkei the Rebelezer, it says it was Yud Tishrei. So Taisvus has to say two days before Sukkot is considered that you're in Sukkot. But Mila, the next Yom Tif is Pesach. <coughs> and according to the conclusion, the Yeladis L'Shiva Yeladis L'Mukotayim. That it's possible for a woman to give birth seven months pregnancy, and it's a yeladislamukotayan, meaning mukotayan means chopped off months, it's not seven complete months. You can have six plus, and therefore she could give birth at the beginning of the seventh month. According to this, according to this cheshben of Taisvis, that really they came with Gimel, you don't have to answer that it was a leap year. You could work it out, even if other only was one other that year. Why? So Taisva says, the Chimadlis Nami Yemei Tumah. Madlis means take off. Even if you're going to take off the days of Tumah, of Sarah, because that day, we see she becomes a Nida. So you have to take off seven days. For Tuma, right? Shivas Yamim Tia Binidasa, even if she sees blood for seven days. But those seven days got to go over the Cheshbin because there's no conception then, because there's no intimacy then. And also biologically, uh, you have to have a certain matzav to have conception. Again, it's not Pshat, we say the whole thing was a nest. The nest was that Sarah could be like a young woman, but after that, the process was Alpi Teva. <coughs> Famous Joshua Saran, Hashem usually doesn't want to break the laws of nature. The laws of nature are are, are chukei hateva, have a certain sacredness to them, have a certain dignity to them. Huh? Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. So therefore, Sarah needs seven days. So when are those seven days? So Toysva says, it's not a problem. Even if you take over the seven days, but you say that she already could, she already became a nida, perhaps on Yud Gimel Tishrei. If that's the case, Tavla Nami Belil Chamishi Lecha. So she could go to the mikveh. She can go to the mikveh already on the fifth night. He means here the night after the fifth day of Yom Tov, right? Yeah. Because she sees the blood, let's say Yud Gimel. So Yud Gimel, Yud Dalet, Tesvav. Yeah? So you have Tesvav is the third day. Tesayin is the fourth day. Yud Zayin is the fifth day. Yud Ches. Yud Ches. Yud Tes. 
she saw blood on Yud Gimel, say, because that's when the Malachim came. Not when she described it, says it was the next day. Right, right. And then, so you have Yud Gimel is day one, Yud Dalad day two, Tesvav day three, Tesayin, Yud Zayin, Yud Ches, Yud Tes Tishrei. Yud Tes Tishrei is day seven. Which day of Sukkot is Yud Tes Tishrei? Tesvav, Tesayin, Yud Zayin, Yud Ches, Yud Tes. Yud Tes is the fifth day of Sukkot. Lel Chamishi, Tosfos doesn't mean here Lel Chamishi, the night before Chamishi, the night after Chamishi, meaning the night of Chav Tishrei. Erev Hashayin Rabba, that's the night that she goes to the Mikveh. If she goes to the Mikveh that night, so then Yitzchak could be conceived that night between Avram and Sarah. But Mela, what happens now? So Yitzchak is being conceived when? Chav Tishrei, the night of Chav Tishrei, right? Mitzor Yitess. Yud Gimel Yidal Tosfos Tazayin Yitzchak Yitess Yitess. Mitzor Yitess. You're good. So Chav Tishrei is the night of conception. Now let's say it wasn't a leap year. It wasn't a leap year. So let's go through. So you have Chav Cheshvan is one month. Chav Kislev, Chav Tevis, Chav Shvat, Chav Adar is fifth month. Chav Nisan is full six months. When is Achorin Shal Pesach? Chav Alef Nisan. So let's say it was six months and a day. And Yitzchak was born. Achorin Shal Pesach. Ve'efshin the Yolde B'yoyim Achorin Shal Pesach. Which is, I said Chav Alef, Chav Beis, right? Tesvav Nisan, Tezayin, Yedzayin, Yedches, Yedtes. Chav, Chav Alef. I don't know why it had to be eight days. I don't know. It could be Chav Alef. I was right. Right? You know, if they, they, we do eight days. We do eight days. We do eight days. Because Yom Tov Shenish Al-Goliath. Avram Avinu probably didn't have this issue of Yom Tov Shenish Al-Goliath. Especially he was living in Eretz Yisrael. So Mela, Yitzchak was born Chav Alef. Or Chav Beis. Chav Beis. Uh, no, no, it says Pesach. It says Pesach. You're saying if Erev Sukkot could be Sukkot, it's Pesach. <laughs> That's good. As long as good. There's a particular shul here in, uh, in this area that they almost never say Tachna. It's always a month before Pesach, a month after Pesach, a month before this, a month this, a month... So <laughs> it's shen shen amatzev. It's already amatzev. Uh, you go in. It's a uh, Friday no tachnon, Sunday no tachnon. Actually, this Thursday is no tachnon. We have to figure out why. Chav Shvat. What day is that? Okay. We have the chart, so we have to. So I'll call upon him. So Yitzchok is born. Ah, you need seven months. Well, we said that you don't need seven full months. Once you have six, you're good. So if Yitzchok was conceived chav, so chav nissen. Is six full months, even if it wasn't a leap year. So Chafal of Tishrei or Chafbeis Tishrei, she can give birth. So Toysvis is Mechadish, you don't need any more the leap year answer. You don't need the leap year. If you wouldn't say you'd Gimel Tishrei, you do need the leap year. You do need the leap year. Why? Because without it, you don't have six plus. You, right, you have six in the day. You need you need those extra two days. Once we got those extra two days from the Pirkei that Rebbelezer that says the Miller was Yom Kippur, so Toysvus is Mechadish. With a leap year, is not better. I'm With a leap year, what do you have? Seven months. You have Mamr seven months. You don't need Mekotayim. You have Mamr seven full months, according to this. Once you have the leap, once you have this word, Mekotayim works. You don't need the leap year. He's but the Bryce says either. it was a leap year. He's changing the price. He's not Mamash changing the price. He's the reconciling our sugya with the idea that the bris was on Yom Kippur. That's it. Because we see clearly from Baba Metzia that the bris happened three days. If you say the bris didn't happen three days before, when you read Chumash, you don't have to say any of this. You could say the bris happened one month. And at some point, Hashem repaired to him. Rashi and Chazal, Rashi, 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 the Chazal make the connection that Vayere, love Hashem, was 
a response to the bris. Doesn't say that in Chumash. It's important when you read Chumash just to see how it says, and then to see what the Chazal did with it. It says he appeared to him. Why did he appear to him? I don't know. He appeared to him. Rashi says it was a well visit. It was it was Bikah Chayim. Rashi brings the Gemara in Saitah. That what? Yom Shlishi the Melusa. Is that the Gemara in Saitah? I don't know. Yom Shlishi right away. No Vayeda love Yom Shlishi Saitah Yudalad. Yeah. That's what. Yom Shlishi the Melusa. Yabakadish Baruch Hu Vashal B'Shlaimah. Also Saitah and Baba Metzia. What Tosfos brings about Metzia paying off? How do you know the Chayim? Because Rabbi Rezer. That's a Gzeir Shava. Because it says at the end of Lech Lech, if I'm not mistaken, Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh, Nimel Avram. Be'etzem Ayoyim. What's Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh? You can say it means 12 o'clock, huh? What? Yeah, yeah. Nimel Avram, Yishmo Benai. What's Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh? So one more place, we have Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh, which is? When it comes to Yom Kippur. Right. So we learned Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh. I think Be'etzem Ayoyim Azeh, you have everything. Right, right. She says it was Avram's birthday also, no? Avram's birthday? Shemala Levram Tzadik Tashan. Avram, no. Oh, you mean, you mean... When uh, so gave him the order. If it was in Kippur, we have a source of Avram's birthday. Oh, you mean according to the Shittah that he was born on Tishrei. On Tishrei, and he say it was in Kippur. But according to Rashi, this is all Pesach, so... Right. So he was born a few days before Pesach. But that's going to be the discussion now. So at now, it's clear this all happened on Sukkot. The bris was Yom Kippur. Shut. <coughs> Next shtick. Zoktois was weiter. Ella, we have a problem. <laughs> the problem is, this is all Ashena Teira. Meshum damrin b'seder oilam. We have a tradition in the Sefer Seder Eilam of a Mechilta, the parashas Vayusu B'day Yisrael Meramses, and a Mechilta, which is the Medrashan Parashmois. On the pasuk by Yisub Bnei Yisrael Meramses in Parshas Boy, it says the Petasvav Benisan Neilad Yitzchak. Yitzchak was born the first day of Pesach, not Achir and Shal Pesach, which is the end of Nissan, Chav Bezer Chafal of Nissan, but Tasvav Nissan. If he was born Tasvav Nissan and Sarah became pregnant Chav Tishrei, you don't even have six full months unless you say it was a leap year. So Taisva says, really, you have to say it was a leap year if you say he wasn't born the end of Pesach, the beginning of Pesach. Umiyu, we should just add. Umiyu, however, if we're mentioning the Seder Elam and the Mechilta, you have to add something else. Umiyu pligi adehacha. But the Seder Elam and the Mechilta anyway argue with our Gemara. Why? The Kamar Nami, the Betasvav Benissin, the Berakadosh Baruchim Avraham, or Betasvav Benissin, Bo Amalachim Levasra. Because they say, when did Avraham have the Hisgalos of Hashem? When did Hashem appear to Avraham and speak to him? Vayere Lav Hashem. This happened when? On Tasvav Benissin. And that's the day that the Malachim came to give him the good news that he's going to have a baby. We are learning that the Malachim came in Tishrei, the middle was in Tishrei, Hashem came in Tishrei, Vayere Lov Hashem, Malachim came in Tishrei, and that's when he promised him. And we're telling you from Seder Olam that Yitzchak was born to Svav Nisan. But in Seder Olam, if you want to be consistent, he says there was a year in between. Hashem's promise was in Pesach, and Yitzchak was born 12 months later, Pesach to Svav Nisan. So we're both agreeing that he was born Pesach. That is no argument. The argument is when he was told that he's going to be born. According to Argumata, it was on Sukkot, and therefore Toysus makes the whole cheshmer that the bris was also on Tishrei and Yom Kippur, and that's when he was told before Sukkot. According to the Seder Olam and the Mechilta, and Rashi brings it also in Chumash Parshas Vayera, it happened on Pesach, and he was told that the birth is going to be Lamoyed Azeh, 
Ka'ez Chaya the same time next year, not Lamaya the next Yomtiv, the next Yomtiv after Pesach is Shavuos, the Gemara rejects it here, not the next Yomtiv, but Lamaya Hazeh, this Yomtiv basically, the next time around it's going to happen. So we have here a different Indian. It doesn't say Lamaya Hazeh, it's Lamaya Asher Velach. How is Tesla the third day from Shlishi Lamila, with the Bris was in No, obviously this is. It's Madrash's Chalukas. Obviously, it's a different perspective. That's what he said. Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur. We have Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur. Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur is an interesting name. He was called Reb Meir, like we say, Reb Meir Chazan. Yeah, Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur lived a little bit before Rashi. He was in Germany. He was from the early Chachme Ashkenaz in Germany, and he was from the great poets of his day. Rashi lived in the 11th century, in the 1000s, in France. Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur lived even before Rashi, and he was one of the great Ashkenazic Paitonim, the great Ashkenazic poets who wrote a lot of liturgy, and he wrote the Agdamas. The Agdamas that we say on Shvuas was written by Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur. So Toysvah says, Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur, take a look, Yosad v'maidiv shal Pesach. Those who say the piyutim, maidiv of Pesach, b'chlal the different fillers. So there's a piyut, a poem, that was said by Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur, that was written. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? yeah. My Ravis. Yeah, my So what does he write? He writes, Chag Pesach. He baked matzahs, and he invited the guests, and they ate matzahs on the night of Pesach. In other words, Reb Meir Shliach Tzibur also holds that what? The Malachim came on Pesach. There's also a source in Medrash Rabba on the Pesach, Lushi Vasi Ugas. Avram tells Sarah, we have guests, go need the flour and the water and make cake. Hada Amris. Medrash Rabbah says, this is what you say. From here we learn. Hada Amris means from here we learn. That this was the time of Pesach. was Pesach. And therefore, Ugois was not Stam Ugois, you know, Kichlach, Kokosh cake. Ugois refers specifically to... Ladyfingers. <laughs> Very good. Pesach, Ladyfingers. That would be fine for Pesach. Clearly, Shmurah is very good. Okay. Men's fingers. It's not politically correct. So it's clearly, it wasn't Tishrei. Tishrei, you're not baking matzah. all these sources. What are the sources? Mechilta, say the Oilam, Reb Meich, Shlich, Tzibur, Bereches, Rabba. Hold that it was Nissan. Is they do not hold means the next first yomtif. Yeah, you could touch lamayid means the next yomtif, or lamayid means this yomtif. This yomtif, I'm going to come back to you. In other words, one year from now, so it works. It's a different shot in the pasuk. Just like we're alive now. Just like we're alive now. No? Yeah. 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 Chaya is usually the term we use for a yoledas. A kimpetaren. It's called uh, it's called a chaya. 
So Lechayda Ka'es Chai would be like Ka'es Yeladis. In other words, I will come back to you the next Yom Tif in the time when she has to give birth. Ula Saravain. Just what it means, Targumonkulos. Ah? What? Yeah, Targumonkulos. Lechayda Targumonkulos. Ka'es Chaya, like I just said. Ka'es the Atun Kayamin. Like this time when you're existing. In other words, like, just like this time when we're alive, I'm going to come back to you in such a time. Any time you come back, hopefully we're going to be alive. So it means the same time of the calendar. It's going to be Pesach. So when it says in Parshas Mila, the Pesach, it says, when he promises him that he's going to have a baby. And Sarah is going to give a baby, he's going to have birth to you. At the end, at the end of Lechelcha, it says, As brisi akimas yitzchak, peyrik yitzayim pasak kafalov, ashatele lecha Sarah lamoyed hazeh, b'shana ha'acheres. The next year. So now we have a very interesting phenomenon. What's pshat b'shana ha'acheres? V'amnin emmedrish tanchuma, so the medrish tanchuma says, Okay, malamed, it teaches us, shesarat loisrita b'kaisel. Hashem, made a srita, a, uh, a scratch along the line. And he showed him that when the sun... Yeah. No, this is Hashem because it's Parshish Lech Lecha. Hashem is speaking to him. Perik Yud Zayin, Posek Chafalef. Lech Lecha, not Vayeda. Before the whole story of the Mila. He promises him, when he changes his name, changes the name, he says, Sorry, I should not be called Sorry, she should be called Sorry. And you're going to have a baby. And I'm going to have a covenant with Yitzhak. Sorry is going to give birth Lamoyed Hazeh. He does say Lamoyed Hazeh, but here it's not Yamtiv, this is before the Mila. Lamoyed Hazeh Bishanachem. What's Lamoyed Hazeh? It's a strange thing. This time, what, 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 on the clock? So yeah, he makes, a, he makes a, a scratch in the wall and he says, Lamoyed Hazeh, this time when the sun reaches this place, again, you're going to have a baby. So he says, When he says, it has to be Tesvav Nisan, the next year. And that day he had a bris, because this bracha was said on the day that it was the nimel. And that day the malachim came this particular year. So in other words, when you say l'shana acheres, what l'shana acheres? If it was sukkahs, or if it was tishrei, gimel tishrei, Pesach is not shana acheres. It's within the year. Unless you say that what? It was tesvav nissen. So then it was Bemis Lashana Hacheris. You had to go through the next year. It was a whole new Tishrei and a whole new Nisit. But Mele could be Lashana Hacheris. So again, Lashana Hacheris, according to this tradition, that what? You need a year. Srita Bekaisel. So it's Tesvav Nisit, because if it was Sukkis, and then he says it's going to be Pesach, you're not going to have the sun reaching a similar point, because this is Sukkis, this is Nisit. But if it's Tesvav Nisan, Tesvav Nisan, so it's the same day, so the sun could reach a similar point. That's what he's titled. How do you title Lashana Acheres like Argamara? You have to say that the new year starts Nisan, right? It's not the same day. It's a solar year. Huh? It's a solar year. Solar year. It's not the same day. It's not the same day. It has to be solar year. It has to be solar year. You're right. You're right. You're right. Ah? Tesvav Nisan. Avramavinu. Boy, be that day he had a bris. But they, this was three days after the bris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, you want to say what does it mean? Boy, be yom bo They didn't come on the day of the bris. That's what you mean. Why Taisu says boy, be yom bo malachim b'shanazu? 
בואי ביום נימל, ובואי ביום בואו מלאכים בשנה זו. No, no, the day he had the Tzivu, he did the Mila. That's what Tzivu was just saying. Tzivu was just from this. Huh? Oh, he had a child when he should do the Tzivu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the day of the Tzivu. If Hashem had already told the room he's going to have a child and a son, why do we need the whole drama? Yeah, yeah. But now we have a question. What's the question? All the shit is that say it was Tishrei. Which shit is? Argamara. And Pekka did Rebbe It was all Tishrei. Heichi mekayim ahukra l'moyed azeb b'shana acheres. How do they explain this possible? Sada will give birth this moyed the next year. With this which is about Nisan. In other words, the next year. What's the problem? Ve'eichi tochen loy mashen etztava bepesach. V'loy nimel al Tishrei v'aloy zvizin magdimel amitzvus. If you say that Tishrei. Is the bris of Avram, and the pasuk says Lamayed Azeb B'Shana Acheres, and he promised him that he's going to have a baby, and this was said Nissan because it says Lamayed Hazeb B'Shana Acheres. That means it's going to be Lamayed Hazeb B'Shana Acheres. This time, the next year, Sarah is going to have a baby. So this was a year before Yitzchak was born. So this was said in Nissan of the year before. So that means he was commanded to do the Milan Pesach. If you say everything happened on Pesach, fine. He was commanded on Pesach to do the bris. He was told, the next year Pesach you're going to have a baby. He was told the next year Pesach you're going to have a baby. The bris was on, on, on Pesach, fine. A year later he had a baby. But we're learning in our Gemara that the, the middle was on Tishrei, and that's when the Vayere of Hashem, that's when the Malachim came and everything. But when he tells him, Lamoyed Hazeh, Bishano Hacheres, Lamoyed Hazeh, Lamoyed Hazeh, you can't say the next Yomtiv, Lamoyed Hazeh has to be Same this Yomtiv. So that means he told him to do the Bris on Pesach. So he waited six months? That's the question. Echi Tocha Loimash and it's Tava Be Pesach. Veloy Nimel at Tishrei. So how did he push it off? And we learn the day that he was commanded was the day he got the bris. That means he didn't wait six months. We don't hold that it was on Pesach. We don't hold that the Malachim's visit was on Pesach. starts in Tishrei. But everything till till the end of Lech Lecha, Taisvus is learning that they don't agree, that they agree happened on Pesach because it says... So that means the commandment for Mila was on Pesach, and he did it six months later. But he did say the next parasha also, No, the next parasha says, So over there we could teach the next Moyed. So again, the Seder Oilam and the Mechilta teach Lamoyed means this Moyed next year. 
But we're teaching Lamayed, the next Mayed. But in Parshish Lech Lecha, Shetach Lamayed, Sarat Leisrita Bekoisil, this is going to be the date one year later. Right? So it's Pesach. So we have here a problem. Why did Avram wait six months? Yusuf Magdim and Lamitzus. Plus it says, Be'etzim Ayoyim Azeh, that he actually didn't wait. Be'etzim Ayoyim Azeh, Mos Be'etzim Ayoyim Azeh. The very day when he was commanded. Those who say he was circumcised in Tishrei, so when he says, actually, what makes it a Shana Acheres? That Rishchaydish Nisan is in between. And since Nisan is the creation of the world, so every Cheshben starts in Nisan. So therefore, the new year starts in Nisan. So from Tishrei to Nisan, from Sukkot to Pesach is actually a new year. That's what it said. Ulahachi hadele Pesach. That's what the Bach learns. Ulahachi hadele Pesach. Ulahachi. The place was on our says Kari. Ulahachi hadele Kari le Pesach Shana Acheres Lamayid Hazah. That's why he calls the next Pesach a new year, because it's, it's, it's going to be after Rishchadosh Nisan. And he says, L'moyed hazeh, hainu l'moyed acher. The biyayma kipurim amarloi, v'karav l'sukkis, k'loyma l'moyed hazeh, rishen shoshana acheres, ashev elecho l'sarabayin. So in other words, when he says, as brisi okim as yitzuk, ashetelb l'chasar l'moyed hazeh b'shana acheres. According to this shita, this is happening, not Nisan, it's happening Tishrei. Avram doesn't delay the mila. Avram is, does it right when he's told. In other words, it was Yom Kippur. So this was set to him on Yom Kippur. So when it says, Ashatel l'chasar l'amoyed hazeh b'shan ha'ches, doesn't mean l'amoyed hazeh this Yom because it's not going to be this Yom it's going to be a different Yom it's going to be Pesach. L'amoyed hazeh b'shan ha'cheres means a Yom like this, which is going to be the next year. What's going to be the Yom next year, the first Yom next year? It's going to be Pesach. That's how he's teaching. Yom Kippur, he tells him, it's before Sukkot. So he says, He can't say the next Yom Tif, because the next Yom Tif is Sukkot. So Lamayed Hazeh means, not the next Yom Tif, it means, the first Yom Tif next year. The first Yom Tif that's going to be next year. A Yom Tif, like this one, that's going to be next year. The Hazeh is not so Gishmach like in the first shit. In the first shit, the Hazeh is, the Zelbe Yom Tif, Pesach. Here it's not the same Yom Tif. This is Yom Kippur, and this is Pesach. But Lamayed Hazeh is going to be shot. The next Yom Tif, that's going to, the first Yom Tif, like this one of the next year. That's what Toysvis explains. So, Mela, we have here Medrash's Chalukas when it happened. Either we say it all happened Pesach time or it all happened Tishrei time. We put all the stories in Pesach, we put all the stories in Tishrei. Two ways of looking at it. Our Gemara is learning that what it happened all Sukkot. It's not Negea to the birthday of Yitzchak. The birthday of Yitzchak, according to everybody, happens on Sukkot, on Pesach, and that's where the Belezer and the Yeshua do not disagree on that. That's not a question, that the Lamayid Ashav Lecha, that Mayid was Pesach. Either you learn that it was on Pesach, and Avram was feeding the Matzahs, and Hashem said a year later, or you learn it was Sukkot, and he was not feeding the Matzahs, he just told he just told Sarah to eat, to, to make bread, because that's what people ate, even if it was Sukkot. And therefore, it was Pesach. It was Sukkot to Pesach. Zok Taisvus, Hagah. You see, you don't have this often. You have a Hagah that goes to Yeralaf Ahmed Beis also. It's a Hagah on Taisvus. Zok the Hagah. Shamati. I heard. 
The Vada Amalachim Bo Bepesach. For sure they came on Pesach. Could the Pidish Rashi be Chumash? Every child knows this. Rashi says in Chumash that they came on Pesach. Like we learned before, it was Pesach. That's why he gave the Matzahs. And yet, when Hashem says, which the Gemara says was on Sukkot, that was Takatishrei. It's not a stida. In other words, we have now a whole new theory. And that is, in Vayed itself, there's two stories. Story number one is when the Malachim came and they promised Sarah and they promised Avram they're going to have a baby. Then there's a new story. And that is, Hashem turns to Avram. Sarah is laughing, and she says, this is not happening. So Hashem tells Avram, why is Sarah laughing? And this happened six months later. This happened back in Tishrei. The Gemara is not telling us here that the whole Maisa happened Tishrei. The Bris happened Pesach. Because Rabbi Natam is everything happened Tishrei. No, not the later. Not the later. But the Tzivuya, the Bris Mila happened on Tishrei. The Bris Mila happened on Tishrei. The Malachim came on Tishrei. Tzach HaKasara was on Tishrei. Everything was on Tishrei. Now the Agar is saying, no, you can take a learn everything happened. Listen, just that detail of Sarah's, Hashem's response to Sarah's laughter happened to Tishrei. That's it. So the Bris is also in, in, in this... Pesach, Alt Pesach. Yeah, Lamoyed Hazeh, Takamiz Lamoyed Hazeh. Next year Pesach, from Nisan to Nisan. Well, maybe Sarah laughed six months later. <laughs> no, that's what you call it. Uh, she, she was listening. No, that doesn't say, it says, We learned that it was connected. The Pesach doesn't say. Huh? Avram also laughed. No. Again, the Pashtas, she laughed right after. But it doesn't say when Hashem responded. So either you could say he responded months later. Maybe this is a lesson. Sometimes you have to wait six months before you respond. Especially if you're talking to a husband about a wife. It says anyway, Hashem was Mashana, yeah? No, I know, I know. Sarah Shemaz. Mavram Vesarah Skenim. Vatitzchak Sarah. So the Pashtas, you learn, it was all, it was all together. Okay. It says Befanish, it's a canon, she became older. Okay. Or Hashem's response was six months later. She laughed right away, and his response was six months later. When happened the Lech That was Pesach. Yeah? That's the, that's the Shit of Agar. Accept this. In the Tilda Hagar, Taisva says, there's two Ma'alchim. Everything happened Tishrei, everything happened Pesach. What do I mean, everything? Everything means the Tzivu on the Bris, the promise you can have a baby, Lamoyed Hazah, the Bris, Hashem is his Galos, the visit of the Malachim, Sarah's laughter and Hashem's response. All either Nisan or Tishrei. Either Yom Kippur and after Yom Kippur or Pesach time. Now he's saying, no, everything that happened Pesach. And the detail of the Machloikas is just when Hashem said that line, which our Gemara says, happened on Sukkot. He says, it happened on Sukkot. I don't care. Just that detail. The next Mayat, everything else happened. It's very nice because this reconciles both Shittas, right? He still, it still won't work with the Pirkei Rebeleza because Pirkei Rebeleza says the Bris was on Yom Kippur. So obviously there is such a shit that it happened in Kippur. It doesn't work exactly with the Sukkot. So great, but, but it's this is his mahalach. That's what he's saying. 
That's what the Haggah said. The Malachim, when they said we're going to come back, they taka did their scratch on Pesach. They just said Shoiv Ashavelacha Kaeschaya. So he's teaching that their Kaeschaya was also a Srita. You're saying. Okay. Okay. Ah, but here's a good big shine. Im Kane, if this is true, Halt Kop, the Malachim came Pesach. My Podechachim came Kimadlus, he made Tumma Botsiluhu. Why does the Gemara say that if you take over the seven days of Tumah, you're not going to have enough for seven months of pregnancy? According to this, She didn't become a Nidhan Sukkis. Avram Avinu said, bring bread. Lepoyali never served them bread. He told Sarah, make bread. He never brought bread. He brought yogurt. He brought milk. He brought... Uh, Tongue, he brought mustard. What happened with the bread? So Rashi says, Pesis Aranida. So therefore the bread became Tomei. Avramavina was Eichel, Chulin, Batari. Everything was Batari, even though you're not dealing with, uh, with a halachic problem. You're allowed to eat bread that Anida touched. But Mitzad, Avram's, uh, Avram's uh, behavior, he wouldn't eat the bread. So when did she become Anida? If they came Pesach, and you want to reconcile Argimara. With that shitter. So she became Anida Pesach. Became Anida Pesach. So you don't have enough time for pregnancy. You don't have enough time for pregnancy. You have 12 months. We said clear before that it had to be that the Nida from the bread was the Nida that could be the Saba from because it was afterwards. In other words, what was what Tishchak was like? Okay, so let's see. That was six months down the road. You're telling me. So obviously she hadn't been pierced either until that point, or else she wouldn't have left. Right, so the question is. If there was no other need after the promise, that was it. Why did the Gemara say that what? You're missing time. So this proves that the whole thing happened Tishrei. The Malachim came Tishrei, and therefore Princess Sora needed, like Taisvis said in the beginning. She became a needed, perhaps you'd Gimel Tishrei, or before Taisvis you learned she became a needed on Sukkis, and you needed that extra time for pregnancy. The Achash Sukkis Sha'amalek Kodesh Baruch Hulamayad Asher Vais Anida was a second time. That was the idea that she went back to the system of a young, a younger body, that biological system. So after Sukkis, when Hashem said Lamayad Asher Lecha, after Sukkis, I mean Achash Sukkis, after Sukkis, when Hashem, He doesn't mean after the Yom Tov Sukkis. He means after the time Hashem said Lamayad Asher on Sukkis, she became a Nida. <laughs> so why didn't he bring the bread? Huh? So why didn't he bring the bread? Because Pearson did on Pesach also. It was a little bit. It wasn't enough to... She saw blood then, and then she saw blood here again, six it months later. But neither doesn't happen once. It's no, a, no, it's a monthly blood. issue. It's the best. It has to be. It could not be enough down. Oh, so now he's going to touch. Since it says, she laughed, and what did she say? Achar bloisi hoisa liedna. After I already withered away, I'm old. Suddenly, I became young. Pirush, Efsher Achash is a kanti yagzeli Eden vessels ladam nidus. 
do you really think after I became old I can go back to this menstrual cycle, what we call the Vesas, the, the cycle of a woman seeing Dam Nida? Miklal, we learn from here, We learn from here that biologically the woman becomes pregnant when she is part of that cycle. She has to have that Eden, Eden from the word time, Vesas, the cycle. Of, and that's why Sarah is laughing. Sarah is saying, I don't have a Vesas. I don't have this. I'm not capable of it. So when Hashem says, anything is far from me, anything is a wonder for me, and he's upset that Sarah laughed, she didn't have the regular cycle, that's why she laughed. When she became pregnant, the kmotim, the wrinkles, uh, straightened out, and the, the flesh became nisadin, became uh, smooth, and the vessels came back. So on Sukkot, when he says, she becomes a nida, becomes a nida, because she can't get pregnant before, without it. Why what? Because she didn't believe it was a vessels. On Pesach, when she saw blood, she became tame, so the bread became tame. But she didn't think there was a vessus. Why is there no vessus? There could be dumb. So therefore, how can I be pregnant? So now, so now Sukkot, again, there's Alba Maisa. So now that's why it took her six months to laugh. Huh? Right. So now Sukkot is Alba Maisa. She becomes she a Nida again. She, she becomes a Nida again. And they say, you can have a baby. She says, no, 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 this is no baby. I don't have a vessus. That's why you prove from her laughter that you need a vessus. I, she saw blood... If you say, she, why is she laughing, Bechlal? You can ask, why is, Yitzchak, why is Sarah laughing? You see that there's blood. She didn't attribute it to pregnancy. But Mela, later when she becomes pregnant, everything worked out. That's why it took six months to laugh. To pick up the, the regular... How do you know she had more dam between, between the first one and, and the Yitzchak Because the Gemara says here that you need the Yemei Nida. You need to include the Yemei Nida in Sukkot. Yeah. You need the seven days of Nida. In other well, words, it happened had, again. Yeah, that, but the, 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 and she becomes pregnant after. Right, but she didn't have to have from Pesach till... till oh, right. She didn't have to have yes, if she would have had every month between Pesach and Sukkot, she wouldn't laugh because that's Vesas. Right, isn't that No. Yeah, she was... She was it was a Nidia Batitzchah. It's a natural thing. Was <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's somebody wrote a So now the last point. One second. I don't understand. When the malachim came, and the vessels came. She saw blood then. So what's the problem? If she saw blood then, so why is she laughing months later? He says, less that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. When she became a nida then, she thought, and it seemed, it was just to happen to Misa. A person sees blood. The vessels only happens when Hashem says, which is when? In the month of Tishrei. But it was only the first time in Tishrei. So she laughed. She said, oh, this is not happening. So therefore she laughs. After the Malachim eat, what does it say? Sarah stopped having a cycle like women. 
But say she stopped having. You just said, and that's why the Ugas became Tomei. What do you say she stopped having? The Charaya. You just said, why do, why do Chazal say, You say, You could have said it used to be. So Pashtus, you learn it's about the past. But now it changed. But he's saying it's Mashma even now, Chadal. That Chadal now also. And then Sukkah started the Vesus. That's why the Gemara says you need to take off the Yemei Tumah from Tishrei because she becomes a Nida again. Becomes, she becomes a Nida again. And that's when Hashem says to Avram Avinu, which is what? Which is the concept of Pesach. The next Pesach. Atkan Loshen Hagah. This is Loshen Hagah of Taisvis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, an important announcement. I didn't realize I'm going away for a few days. Tomorrow. So, so. I'll let you know. I just, I have to deal with, I'll let you know about Shabbos, because Shabbos I'll probably be here. And Sunday probably also. So, so we're not here Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So you could chaz it over the Gemara till Daf Yud Aleph. Or you can make a Lenung. You run the video over here from the Shia. I don't lose anything. <laughs> You're also traveling. That's a great idea. Well, we got up to Just tell you, Ruchim. I forgot. I'll tell, tell yeah. you, Ruchim. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get everybody out of bed for that? We have to have a substitute Magashir, that's the truth. We have a we need a substitute magachir, so it shouldn't be. Uh, we'll take a video. We'll send your father. No, be <laughs> okay, so Geschmack at Toysfus. No, Rashi just goes in the other shit today. We'll go pay Sach and that's it. Avram kept everything. What's that kept? 
The Pshat is like this. Usually, we learn what a Yom Tif is. You have something happen on that day, and therefore we celebrate it. In Torah, it's not that way. It's because it's that day something happened then. You understand? It's different. It's not Pshat. They happen to leave Mitzrayim. Huh? It, huh? It's not like they left Mitzrayim Tesvav Nisan, so we celebrate. No, no. Because it was Tesvav Nisan, therefore they left Mitzrayim then. Tesvav Nisan, it was also Bavram Avinu. So it had already the Ur of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Of course, the story didn't happen. It didn't develop that way. But the Toichen of it was there. Remember also that every Mitzvah doesn't begin with Gashvis. It begins with Ruchnes. It's a Seder Hishtashlus, like we always learn. So therefore, the Toichen of everything you can have, even without the physical concrete manifestation, the energy of it. The same is with Matzah, with Marer, with Tefillin, with Dalit Kaisis. All the Nekudus. Ah? Huh? Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow you're also not here? Mm-hmm. So that's why also, that's Bechal the Toichen of Ayyam. The Arizal says it says in Megillah, so he says, we're talking Iskarim Venasim. When you remember it, it's Venasim. The same oil that was Nimshach the first year is Nimshach every year. It's not just Stame, uh, usually a holiday, you just commemorate. It's a nice event, you know. It's, it's a nice thing, you remember a story. He says, it's not, it's not Neskarim. It's Venasim. Severt Nochamo. There's a beautiful word from the Badichever. Uh, it says in by Hanukkah that Lashana Habba Kavam. The Hanukkah they didn't make that year, they made the next year. She says, why didn't they make the Yom Tov Hanukkah that year? After the miracle, they should have established every year it's going to be Hanukkah. So he said, because since it's a Yom Tov, not Minatayra, so they weren't sure if it's a type of event that every year you could really celebrate it. Maybe it's just a memory. Or Besigin and Ache, they weren't sure if Hanukkah happened because it was Chafei Kislev, or Chafei Kislev happened because it was Hanukkah. If Hanukkah happened because it was Chafei Kislev, so then every year Chafei Kislev you have Hanukkah. The year after they saw the says the next year they felt the oil of Hanukkah in the same day, so they knew there could be a Yom Tov. That's what the Kedusha Slavi. He says it in Kedusha Slavi on Hanukkah. They had to wait a year because they have made a scholar of the Nazis. Weren't the origin whether it was a miracle or not? Hanukkah? Yeah. Remind, re, what, what, what aspect do you mean? Well, there was a miracle. Basically, well, the, the military it, victory it, 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 was a miracle that was worthy of making a holiday out of it. I mean, there were miracles in the second base of Megdush every day. The smoke was going straight up, and the uh, the, the, the ribbon from the Azazel coat was turning white. There was miracles. Back well, then. just the military victory itself, even without the oil, was a tremendous uh, tremendous feat. Well, that's, that's the only miracle that's mentioned in Al Anisim. Right. Oil's not mentioned in Al Anisim. Right, right. Oil was, he said, was a was a signal that the wars were the real miracle. But was, I heard they were arguing all that year. 
I mean, I mean, only in Yerushalayim they captured. There was, there was a Holocaust going on in the rest of Israel. They drowned all the Jews in Yaffa. They were murdering Jews all over Israel. And then you make this, this big miracle out of it. I, I never got it. I never got it. And it was the beginning of the end, too. Rome came in and the uh, base of English was gone 150 years later. But That's why many argue that they didn't establish it for the military victory. Because that didn't last. They established well, it for the oil. about a little oil? I mean, uh, no, you know, the miracles in the base of English. It was the symbol of spiritual. It was the symbol of faith. I hear I want to answer your question yeah. that you text me at 1.20 a.m. I'll explain, because maybe other people also didn't understand. We're learning about the years here a whole time, and Noyach's birthday, and, 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 and when the marble was, and so forth. It says, Hamabal Haya, yeah? You looked in the Chumash? Yeah, the end. Yeah, the beginning of the Mabal, it says, Noyach ben Sheish Meis Shana, Vamabal Hayamayim ala Aretz. In the beginning of Noyach. He was 600 years old. He was 600 years, and the Mabal came Mayim ala Aretz. That means the Mabal starts after he's 600 years old, okay? Remember, he's 600 years old. Clearly, that's a clear Pasuk. There's no arguing about that. It's Perik uh, Zion, Pasuk, uh, Pasuk Vav. Okay? It says again in Pasuk Yerah, Perik Zion, Pasuk Vav, and then again in Pasuk Yerah, Bishnas, Sheish Meiz Shana Lechayi Noyach. Bishnas, Sheish Meiz Shana Lechayi Noyach. In the year of 600 years from the life of Noyach. Bachoydesh Hasheni, the second month, Bishiva Asa Yom Achoydesh, on the 17th, by Yom Hazeh, as they say, heaven breaks loose, and uh, and the marble comes down. The second month. The second month of what? His life? No, no, the Chodesh Hashemi of the year. So, six, so let's, can we accomplish a day when he was born? Example? I don't know when he was born, but choose any day and we'll work it out. Let's say he was born in Rishchodesh Nissen, to make it clear. So he became Rishchodesh Nissen. Let's say we're following his personal birthday. Let's not do Rishchodesh Nissen because that's the beginning of a year, possibly. Let's do a middle of a month. It'll just be a little easier. No, let's do Tesvav Nissen. Lozayim Pesach. If Yitzhak was born Pesach, maybe Noach was also born Pesach, yeah? So, uh, so he was born Pesach, okay? So he becomes 600 years. We're following, we're, we're saying that there are personal birthdays, which we're going to reject. But let's say there are personal birthdays. So Pesach is his birthday. Pesach, he became 600 years, okay? But Chodesh Hasheni, in the second month, the 17th day, the Mabel starts. What's the second month? Depends how you count. Rebeleza says he counts from Tishrei. That's always the beginning. So it's Cheshvan. That's what Rashi says, Yudzayin Cheshvan. Rabbi Yeshua says it's Yudzayin Ir. Rashi actually brings both shittas. So the marble started Yudzayin Ir, Yudzayin Cheshvan. And Noach is already 600 years plus. He's already in his 601st year. Next Pesach is going to be his birthday. Of course, he's going to be in the Teva because it's going to be in the middle of a, the middle of a flood. And the birthday cake is going to be given in the Teva. And the lion is going to be the main mechutin at his birthday party. Okay? Clear? Now the Mabel goes. Now the Mabel is not a short Misa. It's 40 days of rain. Plus you have 150 days. After 150 days, it's still filled with water. Now you eshed, it calms down. Now the water eshed has to come down. You still can't go on the earth. You can't even go on mountains. Okay? It's going to be a full year. A full year till Noyach is going to... Uh, till Noyach is actually going to be able to come out of the table. It's going to be a full year. But 
let's say it started Yud Zayin Cheshven, right? When the Torah finishes the whole Misa, it says, and that's what the Gemara is quoting here, that, Vayihi Pedek Ches Pasek Yud Gimel, right before Revi, Vayihi Ba'achas V'Sheish Meyes Shana, it happened, Ba'achas, one, and six hundred years. Now obviously we're talking about Noyach's age, because where did we get six or one suddenly? Barishan Ba'echad Lachaydish. Remember, you started the marble. 600 years, B'Sheini B'Shiva Asa. You're ending the marble, almost ending it, 601 years, B'Rishon B'Echad L'Chodesh, Charvu Amayim Me'al Aretz, the water is dry, Noyach takes off the lid, and he sees it's dry, and then the next month, the second month, B'Shiva V'Eschim Yom L'Chodesh, Chav Zayin Cheshven, Yavsha, it's dry, and Hashem tells Noyach, leave the Tev. Now we're analyzing that Pasuk Yud Gimel. B'Rishon B'Echad L'Chodesh is Tishrei. B'Rishon, the first, B'Echad L'Chodesh, right? Would be Rishchaydish Tishne. Again, according to Rabbi Yeshua, will be Nisa, but let's, let's discuss Tishne. So we have here a big problem. The Gemara says, What's the problem? The problem is, it's only one day into the year. Why are you calling it a new year? Because it's already six months, six hundred years. That's the question of the Shagasariya. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> What's the problem of the Gemara? He's already six months. Uh, he's already six months after his birthday. His birthday was Tesvav Nisa. This is Rishchaydish Tishne. Iyer, Siv, and Tammuz, Av, Elul, five, more than five months of a birthday. Why can't you call it Shana? Everybody says that six months into a year is a year. It's not one day into the year. That's his problem. Now you want to make his birthday Tammuz? Same problem. You want to make his birthday Av? Same problem. Except if it's 600 years in the month was the first day. His first month his birthday was. Huh? Except if the marble starts on his birthday. If the marble started on his birthday, before his birthday or after his birthday? It says it started after he was 600 months. years old. 600 and a month. If the month means that he was old, 600 years and a month. And then the marble started? Yes. Okay. And it finished when he was 600 and one, only a day. So when was his birthday? Say when his birthday was. Figure it out. You'll see any way you figure it out, you have your problem. What's your issue? So the Shagas Arya is Mechiach, the Torah Yavan is Mechiach, that the way they used to celebrate birthdays was no personal birthdays. Every Rosh Hashanah, that was your birthday. You were born Rosh Chodesh Elul. Rosh Hashanah, you were one years old. Now starts your second year. The next Rosh Hashanah, you're two years old, starts your third year. I, what do you mean? I'm not two years old, I'm one month old. I'm one month and one year, why are you calling me two years? That's how we're doing it. You celebrate the national calendar. So we'll say the same thing. When did Noyach become 600 years old? Rosh Hashanah. When did the marble start? A month and a half later. When did he become 601? Rosh Hashanah. And we're calling it Sheish Achaz V'Sheish Meishan. He's called 601 years old. Really? You're called 601 years old? It's two hours into your birthday, you're 601 years old? So everybody's bar mitzvah the same day? No difference, yes. So that's his point. His point is that one day in the year, this was the birthday. Since this was the birthday, this is the birthday when he becomes 601. It's called 601 years. It could be the Gemara is also learning that means the beginning of the 601st year. In other words, when we say he was 600 years, it was really 599, I think that's Geshmaker, 599, and he went into the 600th year. Because it does say that it was, 
So he was 599. The previous Rosh Hashanah was 599, and year 600 started. Okay, Now he was 600 and 601 starts. So now I'm asking you, this is called 601? This is called 601 years? He went in six hours into the 601st year? You're going to call that, this is, he says, yeah, that's the point, that's Rebmeir. You understand? That's L'chayr of the Pshat. If you say that he was already 601 full years, so then by Rosh Hashanah, it's Taka 600, you don't need the one day. Like when we say birthdays, it means 601, you finish 601, you start 602. So I think Pshat is that you went into the six, 601st, and that's the Chiddush, that even though you went in, it's already called 601 years because one day passed. It was like China. It was like China, that's what I'm saying. But a double China, meaning also you were born already by the first year. Oh, that I don't know. No, you don't have to say that. You could say what the gem- when the pasuk says. No, it says it happened bishnas sheish meishana. It says in the year of the six hundred years. So it's mashma that attack it. Five ninety nine going into six. Which we're calling it six hundred years. That's the mashmos of how he learns it. Because if not, you have a big problem here. If his birthday was, uh, was was six months ago, let's say Taka, <coughs> let's Taka his 600th birthday. But he already went into 601 for a long time. What's the Yom, You don't need Yom Echad, you don't need even Shloshim yet. If you want to say his birthday was, let's say, Tesvav Tishrei, same issue. Say his birthday was Tesvav Tishrei. Right? But then you have a problem. Why are you calling it a new year? No, we don't. We don't have birthdays. We don't have birthdays of Chumash. There's no dates. You don't have dates. Very rarely do you have dates. You don't have dates here in the Yisrael. It's clear. You do it on paper. You'll figure it out. So. Okay. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.